Set in 1980s Indiana, a group of children uh, <laughs> witness supernatural forces and secret government exploits. Yes, we're talking about Stranger Things Season 4, Part 1 on Geeks with Kids today. Let's do this. Doctor Who, the new Doctor Who, the old Doctor, new one. Which one? Uh, was when uh, Jenna Coleman was the companion. Oh, with uh, Matt Smith and um, um, yeah, they, with Capaldi. They, yeah, they also what? Because we're talking about the Netflix stuff. There's a Wednesday Adams show, like yep. specifically Wednesday yes. Adams, but it's yeah. like in a specific time period of the Adams family where I she's see. like um, turn around Corinthians doing something. I don't know. Did you like, post all those things and not? The Midnight Club, Eric? Because you posted it at the top, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. you posted it. Yeah, so I didn't post okay. it again. Did you want okay. me to I didn't post wa- it? I haven't, I haven't watched the trailer for that yet. Well, oh, the right it, it looks good. Well, because, uh, you know, we're going to talk about all things uh, geeky and geeked wheat because that's going to be in the news. I'm sick. So we're talking about <laughs> <laughs> this Geeks with Kids, a bi-weekly podcast from us. <laughs> the us. nerdy yeah. people. The geeks. The geeks. Yeah. Uh, some who have children the geeks some without else? kids some yeah yeah um yes i'm sick and a little bit loopy as you can see thanks thank you medication and thank you this cold 911 tea which is very nice it it's tastes like a 911 tea cold 911 it's by david's tea um okay. it it tastes like i'm drinking vix which is a uh, del- oh. no is that's that, that's an exaggeration that, yeah <laughs> but it it, it, it it tastes like i'm drinking happy it smells like uh, eucalyptus, I guess. I don't know. It's helping me breathe, which is nice. My voice isn't as deep as it was when I started talking to Dave. Oh, earlier. Eric sounded like fucking Batman. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am vengeance. I am vengeance. I am tired vengeance. And we are talking about uh, Stranger Things today on Geeks with Kids. Um, thank you guys for jumping on. Uh, how's it going? <laughs> good. Pretty good. good. Yeah, everyone's yeah. like, uh, you know. Um, Rainy day, but... Yeah, yeah. I slept for a lot of today, obviously. Um, Good for you. Yeah, I tried. Um, uh, yeah, so like we do every week, we're going to talk about uh, what we're liking, what uh, what we're currently fanboying about. about. What's our yum? Let's start with uh, Brent. Yeah, of course you start with the guy who didn't have anything coming into this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but like you said, I think uh, the obvious one, especially for you and I to, to fanboy over, and I don't know about everybody else, was the Survivor finale. Uh, two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. I, and I agree. sorry, spoilers, people, but the two seasons that they have allowed Canadians finally to compete on the show, and we've won them both. Have they never? And apparently, before? they've learned because I've seen uh, the cast list for the next season, and not a single Canadian to be found on it. It was always American. If you had both <laughs> citizenships, you can be on. So they've had you know Canadian yeah. Americans. To be fair, I'm they've sure had the show yeah, procures visas and things like that, so it would be more work. Right. If it's an American production to get a visa for a Canadian citizen. Right. On a it production. had it had to do with the prize money allocation because mm-hmm. we their tax laws are different. So they didn't know they took them a long time to figure out a way to get around that. But apparently they finally have. Yeah. When you um, win yeah, stuff in Canada, it's not tax. It's our it's the idea it's, is it's pre-tax. But in the States, it, it has to be taxed. It is. You're the- responsible for paying the tax on yes. it. Yes. Yeah. That's why the very first winner of the show went to jail because he didn't. He claimed he didn't realize that he had to pay taxes on it, and never did, and they caught him. Sure, Ignorance Richard. Of the law. 
You didn't spend a Ignorance few bucks of the to hire an accountant. <laughs> not an excuse. <laughs> but no, not it's cool that not only are like both the winners Canadian, but yep. uh, the winner of this current season is a Hamiltonian. Yeah. Uh, who well, went to McMaster for seminary studies? She's she's so. from Ajax, but uh, she but she lived but she in Hamilton, Hamilton yeah. for a few years. So <laughs> she went to we'll take honorary. We'll take it's like Keanu Reeves is Canadian because he went to high school here. But like, yeah, yeah also his one of his parents <laughs> is Canadian. So it's like like yeah. for a while people were like, well, Elon, Elon Musk is Canadian, right? Because didn't he go to university there? It's like that's not how it works. That's I will. We will not take we Elon will, Musk. We'll, we keep trying to take. It's like you know the telephone was in, but it's like no, he was Scottish. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stop trying to take credit for things we didn't do. He was Canadian. Drug. Um, and it was. We, and... we get something good and Dave's just got to rip it away from us. <laughs> well, don't. It's just, it's just lying. You're just, we're just lying about things. Let us live in a fantasy world for fuck's sakes. Yeah. yeah. How much fantasy do you people watch? Let me have this. It's just a different point of view. <laughs> Star Wars. That's how the force oh, works. Um, it's not how the force works. That's not how the force works. I had to press the button. Um, <laughs> it had to happen sometime. Um, yeah. So, um, uh, Dave, what do you what do you oh, like him? My uh, what's your yum? My what's good? So, uh, I think I talked about it last time. There's a new DLC out for Crusader Kings Three. It came out on uh, 31st, which is also my mother's birthday. Um, it's really good. It's the Fate of Iberia. So they basically expanded a bunch of stuff for the struggle between uh there's three basically religions around you know 867 1066 in uh Iber Spain right modern day Spain um <clears throat> and there's they just adjusted all the way a lot of things worked and added a bunch of new cool stuff and new outfits or whatever else and a bunch of new decisions and how you can go to war and whatever else so um and new uh new like dynasty benefits you like feats and stuff like that and uh, I started a game with uh, Joe Smodley and uh, uh, Cobra Commander. We were having a good time. Are you we streaming it? I, I didn't see you. No, no. I don't think people would like watching Crusader Kings. I know people do stream it, but those people like intimately know the game. And I'm like, I need to pause. It's, it's like the same reason I don't stream games like Baldur's Gate, because I feel like I'm just going to sit there, pause, and be like, uh-huh, now I got like, to do all this math or whatever. So I don't think it's very interesting. So you need the Excel sheet on your second monitor and just have every... No, it's mostly me looking at the wiki. Like, how do I do... Like, what do I need to control for this? And then I feel like it gets boring or, you know. Uh, it's like, it's also... It is like... Uh, I think of it as like a roguelike because it the game is like an Iron Man playthrough, like a 4X Iron Man playthrough hmm. if you want achievements. You don't have to play. You can you can save scum and stuff, but I don't... I don't. I think it's boring to do that. Well, um, that's fair. But it, it the game is so... But it's like a big role playing game <laughs> as well. Mm, cool. I love it. It's hey. a lot of fun. Cool. How's cool. that? Is that a little brighter for you now? Yeah, it is. I mean, I used the stream to adjust it rather than the OBS screen this time. So very confusing. Very confusing. I use the stones to destroy the stones. <laughs> All right. Hawk, what's your yum? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, Barry's almost finished. The second last episode. Just say the boys. Night. Just say the boys. Didn't it, yeah, I can start watching just Barry now. start. I feel like the Barry, Barry just started. No, it's been seven oh. weeks already. Yeah. Wow. So, Almost two months. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a, if I, I do not know where the last episode is going to go. You never know with this show. Uh, it's been so good. But there is another show I wanted to talk about. Not the boys, Eric. Hopefully not Orville. Uh, not the Orville either. And that I was very disappointed by that. Opening. The new season of the Orville, Orville is also called 
Strange New Worlds or something like that? Or no, or New, Horizons. New Horizons. Horizons. Yeah. Which isn't that also the name of a Star Trek show right now? Or no? no, no, it's not. No. Okay. But it's no. very Star Trek-y. Okay. Well. It's that that it was a heavy episode, but not a well done episode. I didn't know yeah. I didn't want to spoil it for people, so I just kept on saying it was a heavy episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's a heavy episode. You well, should wa- you should watch it, you know, but you know. It was a should weird you? one to start out this new season with. Yeah. Anyways, the show I wanted to mention, uh, Winning Time, The Rise of the L.A. Lakers. Uh, it's an mm. HBO series. And that it, it, was, it, was a, it was fantastic. I'm not a big sports ball person in general, but I do love a good sports movie or a good sports television show. And this was fantastic. So this show is about the L.A. Lakers and that when they were bought by uh, Dr. Jerry Buss. Um, who was an entrepreneur. Apparently the guy was like some sort of a rocket scientist. He actually worked on them and like, you know, atomic bomb testing him. Ooh, shit. Uh, but anyways, through his various enterprises and that, he managed to col- cultivate enough money to buy the LA Lakers, who apparently won the worst teams back in 1979. I was going like, to ask what, what year this, this covered. This, uh, his purchase took place in 1979 and that, but it mostly covers the year of 1980 and that, um, and the rookie year of one Magic Johnson, who was newly mm. recruited to the team. It's a great series. Uh, the conflicts that emerge throughout the whole thing are fantastic. Um, it was a, it was about the rivalry at the time between the Lakers, who were like at the bottom of the list and that, versus the dynasty that was the Boston Celtics. Uh, and their new their new rookie, um, Larry Bird. <laughs> just, oh, that whitey! Yeah. And he is he was so white. You have no idea. I had this whole image of Larry Bird as a nice guy and that and that, but like a nineteen year old Larry Bird was just a corn fed Indiana hick. <laughs> also, wasn't basketball like really brutal in the seventies and like weren't they just like throwing elbows like crazy? Yeah, not that, like, I don't know if it was more brutal then, but it was kind of, as a sport, it didn't have, draw the national attention that it, that it does today, you know? Um, in fact, the Lakers were probably the one who who kind of propelled it throughout the 80s into the, the kind of zeitgeist of, uh, of a mainstream culture. And so that it could it like, it go insane in the 90s because of, like, Michael Jordan and... Yeah, exactly, yeah. you know? So many interesting little things in that. Um, well, one of the cheerleaders of the L.A. Lakers um, was this young woman who was apparently still in high school, lied about her age and that, uh, and was recruited out of high school by the Lakers and that to be their new choreographer for the Laker girls. Paula that, Abdul? In- Paula Abdul. Yes! <laughs> I don't know why I knew that. <laughs> Fun little fact, though. Fun fact. Huh? Two steps forward, one step back. So, you know. Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, that's a song uh, from Paula Do. So she never finished high school, basically. Is what you? I'm. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> she, doesn't, she doesn't need to when she's friends with an animated cat who dances. And had a had a number one back in what eighty nine. I'm sure on many of them, right? Oh yeah. She's in I, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Randomly, I just watched it this morning. That was amazing. That movie was amazing. I think it was really good. Sure in that. good. She's in the, the rap party at the beginning of the movie. She's at the <sighs> DJ booth with the animated cat beside her. From two steps forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. The more you I, know. And, and oh, hey, inventor of basketball was a Canadian. Take that away from us, Dave. Yeah. 
Peach baskets. I need these peach baskets. Well, we'll just drill a hole in the bottom and poke. <laughs> you know, actually, okay. All right. Speaking of basketball, I just learned something the other day. The reason there's netting, right? Do you know why there's netting? The ball no. doesn't have to go through the netting. The ball has to pass through the hoop. The reason there's netting is so they know the ball went through and didn't go like, because it's, it's like, you know, you see it on a two-dimensional plane a lot of the time. So half the time, it looks like the ball will just go through, but didn't. So the netting doesn't have to be there. The netting is just so that people actually know the ball went through the hoop. That's Plus, some fucking nerdy shit right there. See, a lot of blind people watching that game back then. Now I need to put the more you know in one of the sound clips. On, on just do the shit, best I have that queued up on mine, but it doesn't come up on this screen. No, damn, <laughs> damn. That's cool. That's cool. Um, no, it doesn't. Shit, I, I don't have it queued up on you, the screen. You said it was on Netflix, right? Oh, not Netflix. Uh, HBO. Yeah, it's an HBO series currently on Crave. Uh, yeah, if you like, if you like a good sports story, this is great. Great cast too. Uh, like John C. Riley plays Jerry Buss. Adrian Brody's in it. Uh, Jason Segel from I Married How I Met Your Mother. You were uh, gonna say How I Married an Ex Murderer. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say marriage your mother. I, oh, okay. I was gonna abbreviate it. Uh, big standout is uh, Quincy Isaiah, who plays Magic Johnson, a nineteen-year-old. Oh, so Johnson. it's not a documentary; it's actually a series. Yeah, it's an actual series. Oh shit! Yeah. Huh. It's mm. really good. Oh, <laughs> the, the more you oh there know. he goes. <laughs> yeah. I, I. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, no, for sure. That sounds awesome. I thought it was a documentary series. Um. But I'll. How many episodes is it? Uh, ten actually. Oh fuck, that's I a know. lot. That's a lot. I know. And I'm, they're like, I, and they're like one hour episodes. I so. think just because I'm sick right now, I'm just like, oh my god, everything just takes for fucking ever. Speaking of speaking do, forever, do take forever. My my um my yum is this. I got this over the weekend. Finally came in the mail. It's my Horizon Forbidden West uh, tall neck Nerd. Lego. Oh wait, yeah. where am I? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Which is fucking awesome. <laughs> I did the first three bags. I, I posted pictures of the first two, but this is what the third bag looks like. Like when it's all together. So I, I assume uh, bags four. To, That's not spoiling. I haven't played the game yet, so. Well, it's in the first one, too, oh, right? Okay. The, the tall decks. Um, so, um, yeah, 2,000 pieces or something like that. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good build. It's fun. Um, but, uh, this is the first one where I'm sitting here like, fuck. You can buy LED lights for certain kits, for certain uh, Lego sets. And this is one of those ones where I sort of want to get the lights for it, just because lights on the tall neck will look fucking awesome. I think it, it'll look awesome. Hmm. Debating it. You guys are looking at me like, he's fucking crazy. He spends too much <laughs> money on Lego. Also, plays with Legos. No. Also, my wife is uh, building a Jurassic World set right now that has a... I think you spend too much money on Lego that isn't Star Wars Lego, actually. <laughs> ouch, ouch. Um, this, is, <laughs> this is my first non-Star Wars Lego set in a long time. The other one was the Jurassic World one that has like um, a, skeleton, uh, a fossil of a T-Rex um, on display, which is nice. It's, I want you to just think how deep, like layers deep that is. It's a Lego set of a fossil... From a movie, <laughs> yeah, it's true, right? Made with like, plastic. It's not from dinosaurs. It's not, it's not a Lego set of a T Rex. It's not a Lego set of the bones of a T Rex because remember, fossils are not bones, right? Fossils are remineral, like the, the bones disappeared and it's been replaced by minerals. Mm -hmm. And then a fictional depiction of that thing. Yep, 
Yep. There's also a baby Eric, T-Rex with. Oh, no, well, not T-Rex. Eric, you, you, you do you because after all of the fucking shit that you get us to keep buying that you keep putting on the Facebook page, I'm happy you're spending your well earned money. What are you talking well. about? I don't make people buy stuff. I make Steve oh, buy stuff. Oh, fuck off. Fuck <laughs> off. Yeah. Um, yeah. We just talk about, hey, Steve, there's a new keyboard. And he goes, where? What? <laughs> yeah. You know what you could use, Steve? A new microphone. Oh, okay. <laughs> 13 microphones later. He still doesn't know hey, which one. I don't know if you noticed, but there's another sale at Elgato today. Fuck off. You're Eric. the one. You're the one who did that. Oh, and Mark, <laughs> here's a lightsaber. Fuck off, Eric. I feel bad about the lightsabers, but not really. <laughs> Honestly, I have a Stream Deck Mini, and I think that's what all like all you really need. You don't really need more than the Stream Deck and the. No, Go, I, Go I maxed XLRs. out my 15 button pretty quick. I mean, I could do, but I don't. I, I don't mine think is all in one. folders, so like my. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Like my. Yeah, um, I maxed out mine right away i'm using keybinds now for everything else mine is all mine is super folders so i have like a folder for strange new or um keys with kids and then each of the different types of streams we do and then like mm -hmm. subsets in there and and then i have like this setup for um i have like, one for my Zoom work calls one for like discord one for when we're doing a podcast one for you know mm -hmm. whatever one but for changing cameras i, I, I wish i could hey, i wish it worked I wish I had a stream deck connected to my um, other computer because this is it's connected to my streaming one. Mm -hmm. um, but I would love one on my main computer to do work and stuff. I moved a bunch of my shit around on my desk and I have my drawing tablet now in front of me, like my, my picture display shot. So I've been going through the pub draw series for Critical Role. So I've been drawing on my tablet. That's another thing that I like. That's my other yum is the pub draw series is phenomenal. If you want to get back into drawing. Drawing, some might say. Drawing, drawing. So the only news I have Water. is, is um, we we do a little bit of news sometimes. The, the news I want to talk about right now is the um, uh, is the what the what is that emote that Mister Loki? It <laughs> seems to be a peach with its stun uh with a worm coming out. That's mine. That's my well, that's one of mine. That's one of your emotes. I'm sitting. There, is, it like, a, is it a worm yeah. coming out of a? That's peach? Lalo. That's that's my boy Lalo. That's Taco Daddy. That's one of my moderators. Nice, nice. That's hilarious. That that, that emote. I just it that threw is me. that is the only semi-sexualized emote that Twitch allowed. They banned all the rest of them. Oh damn, damn, damn. Um, so the only news I want to talk about is that today Netflix started their Geeked Week 2022. It's a celebration of all their Netflix shit that's coming out or, you know, hey, Netflix. We... <laughs> Netflix shit. And since we're talking about Stranger Things, we might have, might as well talk about it. Um, there's a lot of things that they announced today. They announced that uh, Sweet Tooth just wrapped on season two, which I'm fucking excited really? for. So that's going to hopefully come out before the end of the year. Um, they started off the, 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 the show. It was a two and a half hour show with the teaser for the Wednesday Adams TV show. Um, if you've seen any of these trailers and want to chime in, um, that one, there's nothing to the trailer. She just walks up it's, and there, it's snaps. Teaser, right? Yeah. 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 With Sorry, thing on her playing, shoulder. Yeah, okay. Who's playing now, Wednesday? Uh, Jenna, uh, Jenna Ortega. From X. Uh, but Christina Ricci is in it. Is Christina Ricci playing Morticia? No. So she's playing a, an, uh, a different character that is unnamed. So probably Morticia. Okay. Um, <laughs> now that uh, I've thought about it, that would be amazing, wouldn't it? She did. Although they she, they they couldn't they couldn't use her too much apparently because Yellow Jackets is a lot of time for her filming of the year. Which I, get off my back, Hawk. I'll walk that. I'll watch it eventually. Oh my god! I watched two episodes and <laughs> it's so like it's a lot. I, I have it still. I just haven't got to it. It's a lot, man. Um, 
it's a lot to process it's a lot to process um then they they follow that up with guillermo del toro's cabinet of curiosities which is i guess an anthology show but by the directors of so many different horror um horror uh movies and stuff um one of them they were showing the movies. They're like the director of blah, 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 the director of blah, blah, blah. And one of them was the director of Splice. I was like, is that James Gunn? Splice? Was no. Splice James Gunn? Was he not? No, no, Splice. No. Splice was a Canadian film. Oh, and, fuck. Uh... For some so you're thinking no. Slither. Ah, oh, fuck. I Slither. am thinking Slither. Yeah. God damn it. I couldn't think of it for a sec there. I know the I knew exactly what you meant. Yeah, yeah, fuck. Yeah. Uh, Splice was directed by Vincenzo Natale. Oh, who's yes. an American born oh. Canadian. I he's, do actually, yeah. I've, I know I know that name a lot from um, basically just he's a great television director. He did Cube. Oh yes, fuck Cube. Which which they're remaking right now. Oh really? Hopefully they're, they're doing some kind of weird crowdsourcing thing for it too, where like they're asking people for suggestions on what they want to see in a remake for it. I, and I, I'm like, I, I don't like that. That's how camels were made. Like, it's no. <laughs> That's like, how Morbius got back in theater. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Even more so. Oh my God, Hawk. Well, maybe we'll talk about that at the end of the news. <laughs> um, then they they showed the the trailer, the teaser trailer for the Midnight Club, which is from the producers of, uh, Midnight Mass and the Haunting of, all those houses. Oh, Hill House in Bly Manor. Yeah. Flanagan. Mike Flanagan. So that looks fucking I am awesome. I that first thing after this. Which is interesting because he's currently, I think they're, I don't know if they're done filming, but. Uh, they are done filming that other show that he did. Uh, the Fall oh, of the that, House of Usher. Yeah. Which is Mark Hamill. Mm-hmm. 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 Skywalker. Skywalker. Um, and then they followed that up with a trailer for a sci-fi, like, Buffy-esque horror type thing called the imperfects which is three people that were genetically manipulated during the their 20s or something and yeah i don't know it, it looks it looks fine i guess <laughs> it looks fine is that that is that a good glowing recommendation uh then i already said then they followed that up with sweet tooth season two the rap um which is coming soon i hope that means 2022 then they showed the teaser trailer for lock and key season three i still haven't watched season two yet so i didn't want to watch it I haven't finished season one yet, so season one was good. Season uh season two was also good from what I saw. Um what's his name from um uh from Star Trek? He was the he was uh the green guy. We we had on, on Strange New Pod. What was what was that guy's name? I can't remember. Oh, oh I know what you mean. Um uh, uh, Ian Ian Lake. Ian Lake is right. in the first episode of the new season of Stranger Things. Oh not Stranger Things, uh the the Lock second season of Lock and Key. And I was sitting like, "Fucking Ian, what?" <laughs> Very funny. Um, then they had another couple announcements for shows that were coming back. Fate: The Wings Saga, which I never watched. I don't know if anyone else watched that. What? I've never even heard of this. Yeah, I don't know. It's some sort of magic-y show. Uh, okay. Warrior well- Nun season two is coming. I never watched okay. season one of Warrior Nun. Nope. Manifest season four, which I forgot was a thing. Um, then they had a blooper. They <laughs> that one came back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It keeps on coming back for some reason. I guess, I think they're, they have an end date for Manifest. I think this is the last season or fifth season last season. I can't remember what they said. Vikings Valhalla season one, they released the bloopers, which I guess I is thought funny. Vikings Valhalla was a history channel show. It's on Netflix? It's on Netflix, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, the, the, two, the two hosts, one of the hosts was, um, was Hawk from uh, Cobra Kai. 
So it was nice hearing him talk during that, this whole thing. Um, then they announced the second season for All of Us Are Dead. I never watched that either. Um, oh, yeah. I forgot that I have to finish that. that I, really I, there's good. so much on Netflix that I have not watched. I know. This is, this is a reminder of all the shit that I've like started I, The and only never two finished. things I watch on Netflix are Stranger Things and The Witcher. Those are both good things, so I don't fault you for that. Uh, my voice is starting well, to Well, then you won't rough. give a shit about the news that I have, then. Oh, well, no, I will. Um, then uh, the next thing they did was have their first look at... They're making a live-action adaptation of One Piece, the anime. Oh, oh, I posted this in the Weebius server I'm in, because I don't give a shit about anime, right? Like, I don't Is it Witch's server? <laughs> oh, they got so mad. What? I was like, I genuinely... Like, my buddy Brian wants me to watch only the live-action adaptation of animes, because he knows I don't care about anime. And then, like, talk about how good or bad they are. Did you watch Cowboy Bebop? I actually loved Cowboy, but I've also seen Cowboy Bebop. Oh, I watched okay. the movie, and I, I it was the old, like I've only seen like Dragon Ball and and Cowboy Bebop. Did you watch basically. the live action Dragon Ball? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No, because yeah. I watched Dragon Ball when I was like ten. That's fair. I just right? want to know your opinion on how bad that. I I don't know. Wait, didn't I just say something? We were like praising you guys. We were praising a martial arts director. One Piece. Wait, no, 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 no. Oh. last podcast when we did everything everywhere, ever, ever, all at once. Where like the director of that, I think, is the same person who did Dragon Ball Evolution or something. Probably, I don't know. Um, I know that Dragon like, this Ball director is great. I'm like, are we allowed to like this director because of that movie? <laughs> Dragon Ball Evolution had a lot of like um, producer, and they they wanted to be uh, like, let's uh, more, uh, let's Americanize it more, and they're like, okay, yeah, yeah. it's my Which first big movie. <laughs> um. Right. Um, then uh, they had the first official trailer for Resident Evil, the TV series that they're doing on Netflix. It looks better than Raccoon City, so thumbs up, I guess. I don't know. I took a shit earlier. That looks better than Raccoon City. It has City. Lance um, <laughs> Lance Hen- Hendrickson? Hendrickson? Lance Hendrickson? Is no, no, not Lance Hendrickson. Um, the guy from fucking Fringe and Lance Reddick and Lance Reddick. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lance Reddick. Why do you say Lance Destiny? Destiny? Isn't Why he did... in Destiny? Yeah, Destiny. That was the other thing I was yeah. going to say. <laughs> then they had the, the teaser for 1899. I never watched it, so I don't know what that is. I don't about. know what that is. Me neither. The, the, the thing that made me really excited was they had the date announcement for uh, the Sandman and released a trailer for it. It's August 5th. It's coming out very soon. I'm fucking stupid excited for it. Stupid like, excited. There wasn't like a lot in the way of... You couldn't really tell what was going on plot wise with it, no. but every single scene in it was gorgeous looking. Has just... Neil Gaiman been like adamant that they actually adapt it properly? Yep, right? yeah, like, he was there every famous. day, pretty I much. I suspect it's going to follow the comic then. It follows. The novel. He said that it, or... no graphic novel. You're right. Um, he said it follows the first arc pretty much, but they modernized it to now, like because it was set in the 80s. But she's like, it's fine. It's just a little bit of changing, and I was like, cool, cool. Um, they didn't. All the teasers showed Lucifer, but they, this one didn't even have her in it. So that was I think so they should start like modernizing shows where it's like it's set in the '80s, and then do everything like '80s music and like every, but like leave in cell phones and modern cars and just just act like it's the '80s for some oh my reason. God. <laughs> like every like everybody's got the haircut and the shirts and stuff, but nothing else is updated. <laughs> There's no record all stores the, anywhere. All the malls are empty. <laughs> Fun. Yeah, yeah. They also had <laughs> like, the no, first. No, we swear it's the '80s. We swear. They ended on an exclusive clip from First Kill, but I don't know what that is, so I can't really explain. I'm I'm not doing well in that part. There's um, somebody out there who's like, I love First Kill. I don't know. Oh yeah, it's probably an anime that got ad- adapted. 
That sounds, uh, that it's, sounds right. It's, falling in love is tricky for teens Juliet and Calliope because one's a vampire and the other's a vampire hunter. Womp womp. <laughs> That's what it's called. That's so what it's, about. it's Angel so, and, and Buffy? Um, I guess it's, you know, another young adult property, which fair. Actually, that makes sense. It's Underworld. Know, v. Based on I, series creator V.E. Schwab's short story. Ugh. I mean, I, that's a probably a good idea, a good marketing strategy from Netflix, right? Where it's like, you know, you want to get people in their teens and attract them and then hold them as customers as they get into, you know, because be, their parents might be like, there's nothing on Netflix where I'm going to get rid of it. And the kids are like, yeah, but mom, I like this show. And then fucking yeah. 30 bucks a month or whatever. And you say, that's what the fucking CW is for, child. Watch this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can actually, the CW is over the air. Like, did you so see you could, you could the fucking for trailer for Gotham Knights, their TV show about Batman dying and their kids all somehow completely unrelated from the video game of the same name? Yeah. Unrelated to any of the Gotham Knights. So it's um, Joker's kid, Batman's kid, um, Carrie Kelly, and. Some other person I don't know who. Riddler's yeah. kid, the Kidler. <laughs> it is the worst fucking show I've ever, trailer I've ever seen. It, which is sad because um, the guy who plays Castiel from Supernatural is in it, oh. and he's playing Harvey Dent. Um, oh, it's, that is too bad. Because I like him, um, but that show looks fucking terrible. On the, you know, can I read it? Oh, there are a Can huge I... amount of benefits to having so many streaming platforms so everybody can get their property made. And mm -hmm. on the downside, there's so many streaming platforms so everybody can get their property made. <laughs> Can I read a headline from Direct? The Direct? Yep. Gotham Knights game distances itself from CW show <laughs> after awful trailer. <laughs> that is amazing. So, that is um, amazing. It's no, 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 uh, no surprise to anyone that I've been in school and... Two weeks ago, when I was at school, there was a film production, and they were there were Star Lab stickers all over the school in our uh, oh, like shit. tech wing, and it's so funny because like now when I think about the TV show, like I don't watch it, but like when I think about TV shows, and I'm like, you know, you see like somewhere in the background, and like that says a thing, and that room doesn't look anything like this is the this is the hospital, and it looks like a fucking like computer lab. I was walking down the hallway and like, this is the medical wing and it's full of 3d printers. And then like, this is the tech lab and it's full of like, what are just a, like woodworking tools or whatever. I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? And they're just stickers all over the, the wall. Like that wing's really cool. It does look like, like when, if you played a video game in the year, like from like 2000 to 2010, it was a first person shooter. Walking down that hallway is what every like science lab looked like in a video game. Yeah. Like, all glass panels, doors you can't open. You know what that was? It was probably Titans because they're filming right now. No, it was Titans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It said Star oh. Labs and everything. Yeah. yeah, we asked, we asked the producer, like, "What are you guys doing?" Though we're filming Titans. We're like, "Oh, cool." They film Titans thought, around I, I, here I, all I, the time. So I for sure thought it was going to be like a Flash or final season. Flash no, is all, all West Coast, yeah. West Coast, West Coast. Oh my God, because <laughs> Gotham's got a you know Gotham's got to be a shittier looking place. So yeah, but, he, yeah. but he's Hamilton's in Star great for that. Yeah. He, yeah. God bless Hamilton. We can double as Gotham. We double as Harlem. Like yep. <laughs> they, um, they used the, um, closed down penitentiary in Guelph as, um, Arkham Asylum. Oh. So we, we actually drove by it when they were filming. I was like, Oh, look at all these fucking GCPD cars and all this other stuff. And they were filming and I was like, Oh, do we break in? No. But, um, I mean, if we hadn't have, you know, demolished the sanitarium, they could have used that here too. Oh man, I used to love that building. Not to the outside, not going inside. I don't. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to see the fucking ghosts or anything. Um, yeah. 
that haunt that place. You know it's haunted. All the lights are flickering because uh, we're talking about Stranger Things now. Uh, wait, wait, oh, hang um, on. You missed, wait, wait, you did have something. You missed two shows in the news. What, 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 what? You missed two shows in the news. One, which I was actually surprised they didn't include in the Netflix dumps today, but I think it's because they announced it a little while ago, but, uh, well, but Cobra um, Kai season five. Greek uh, geek, uh, Geeked Out is um, actually from June 6th to June 10th, so they're actually announcing shit every day this week. Okay. Well, they, they had already played the trailer a couple weeks ago. That's why I was bringing it up now. But uh, Cobra Kai Season 5 coming in September instead of December this year. Yeah. Because uh, they filmed it back to back with Season 4. So I'm pumped for that. It looks good. And I believe it was yesterday or the day before it was officially picked up for Season 2. Uh, Our Flag Means Death. Yes. Oh, yes. Nice. Yeah, they did. That, that, was, um, that was over the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, actually apologize for keeping us waiting on that. More Damn fucking straight. things with Rise Darby. Rise Darby's so yes. funny. He, yeah. so have you guys all watched that see, that show? Yes. Oh my no, god, I haven't <laughs> finished. I haven't finished yet, but I've watched the first few. The <laughs> it's such a beautiful show, and I can't describe it anything other than that. Like everything they do is so well done. Like this, it's just like you know an what? emotional roller coaster, and like comedic timing is just fucking like. Spot I've been, on. I've been like got a bad guy because I fin. You know, I watch Stranger Things. We did Kenobi and all this, and and uh, uh, the boys. I've been kind of flip flop. I'm like, I need something to watch. So like, I started. I watched the first episode of Ash versus the Evil Dead, and I was like, Oh, that was a fun eh. show. And then I and I was like, ah, I should, you know, I should watch something shorter. And I was gonna start watching Jack Ryan because we never ended up getting around to watching yeah. that. And I'm like, That's what I should watch. I should just go binge. Our flag that's another death. one that's on my list still to finish. Yeah, yeah. One day I will watch <laughs> that, Jack Ryan. That and Jack Reacher, I'd like to try as well. Okay, one right. one like last quick bit of, bit of news. Go for it. Before we... <laughs> there was a petition circulating online to have Bruce Campbell replace Amber Heard in the Aquaman 2 sequel. And apparently it's gotten like 35 million signatures already. He, so. I, I <laughs> tweeted, send me a script. Right? Like... <laughs> but I saw something about that story where he was like letting people know, like, this is not actually happening. Like, this is a fake petition. This yeah. is not real. But I'm flattered. Like... I mean, like those petitions don't work for movies. That's no. not how movies work. Like, you no, can't. didn't it work for uh, the uh, fucking Sonic Snyder cut and Sonic? No, those weren't just petitions. Though, I know, right? I, like those were, was like yeah. a real groundswell that the studio went. Actually, there's a lot of people talking about this. Seven million people could like fucking fifty million people could sign up for that, and they're not going to replace anyone with Bruce Campbell in that movie. <laughs> it just brought a smile <laughs> to my face to hear them. Oh my god. James Wan's probably like fucking that, you fucking nerd. That just brings me back to the petition for the Nathan Fillion civilian pavilion. Yeah. What? They, they, Who's that? they did do that though. They did do that in Alberta. They in did the, actually do it? Oh shit. It, yeah, but it was like a temporary it was like temporarily named that for like one it festival. Was, it was like some park or something yeah. in Alberta that they, they did a petition to rename it uh the Nathan Fillion Civilian Pavilion. Because apparently he like visited there once and everyone loved him. Uh, Edmonton, Nathan, it, or Edmonton he's, he's, City he's, Hall will be Edmonton, renamed that's Nathan it. Fillion Civilian Pavilion for twenty four hours. hours. This is this is from August twenty twenty one. Um, he's from Edmonton, is he not? Isn't he? Wasn't he born there? Uh, yeah. Who's who's fastest on this? Uh, he was born in Edmonton. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he I went to Concordia him. University. What? You know what he's not in? Stranger Things. Everything Let's get into this. Everything good is from Canada. Yeah. It's true. Like the winners of Survivor. So we're talking about Stranger Things season four. Um, the show that took fucking years to come out. But 
you know, it's here. It was worth it. It was worth it because the first the fucking wait. The first seven episodes. It was seven, right? Seven. Yep. Yep. Seven, seven episodes yeah. came out on May twenty seventh. Uh, that's part one. Part two comes out July first. So happy birthday to me. <laughs> they are. <laughs> they are giving us a month to process everything that happened because. And also to make sure people stay subscribed. It's true. It's true. Oh yeah, those smart motherfuckers. Um. You know, they're going to probably show a teaser for it during Geek Week, right? Anyway. Mm. Yeah. So um, Just don't watch it. Just don't watch it. <laughs> so season four picks up uh, about a year or so after season three with uh, with Eleven and um, what was his name? The Byers family. The Byers Will. family out in California. Will and Jonathan. Um, everyone else is back in 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 um, Hawkins. 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 Except, except- for... Uh, yeah, Hopper. Except who's... for Hopper, who's off in Russia. Um, we're gonna. Uh, what? Hopper's dead at the beginning. Remember? No. The, the, at the end of season three of, of I know Stranger they Things... did say the American, but yeah, yeah that still it's technically you're meant to believe he's. Except he was in the first the trailer for Stranger Things. Yeah. That was... It's also very strange that he somehow teleported through that thing to Russia instead of the upside down, but. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, let's talk. Well, let's Magic, do. I guess. Let's do like we normally do. We're gonna do a TLDR, non-spoiler, what we thought of it, and then we're gonna go into it. Just a you know, a nice little conversation about the season. Let's uh, start with Brent. What did you think of it? Two, three sentences. Fucking, fin- three words. Fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. That's one word reported I, three times. I loved. <laughs> I loved. Loved. Loved this season so much. It was so good they so normally they they did like a um sci-fi like e, you know et emblem yeah. amblin type 80s thing they went full fucking horror this season well that's I, that's I what know. i've noticed is that if if you look at the time era that the show takes place in each season they tend to model the show after what was popular at that time like at the first season like you're looking at close encounters and et and they're oh. modeling the show very much after that you get into this season now. What came out in '84 that was like a smash hit was really Nightmare. taking over everything. It was Nightmare on Elm Street, and so that's why they take they shift the gears into the kind of horror genre at this point. So they're following the trends of the time, and it's fucking awesome. All right, Dave, which season was Halloween? Two. That would was have it? been negative two. Yeah. No. Yeah, because Halloween came out in '79. Uh, I think this is the best season since season one. Season I agree. Probably a third mm-hmm. season three. I really, really. I was actually hesitating to even watch the season because I didn't care for season three so much. Um, I was upset. I, I liked but... season three. I didn't like season two very much. There were parts I liked for season three, but overall I was like, I just want to get through this, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, but Hopper I, I was did... very angry in season three. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just like, mm-hmm. dude, you got to chill, man. But I really, really liked the season and, uh, well, so far, I guess. And uh, I had a theory very early on and I was correct. Nice. I'm looking forward to hearing that. Cock, what'd you think? Uh, same opinion as Dave. This has been my favorite season since the first one. I'm the most excited. I was a little kind of, eh, I'll give it a watch, you know, after the last two seasons and that. I was super, and as soon as I watched the first episode, I was hooked. The thing that really impressed me was how well they they coordinated, like, basically four separate stories in that involving yeah. the characters. You know, and it, it didn't felt like it, they lost any pacing on it in that. I was Agreed. interested in seeing what happened on in everybody's. That did worry like, me. Like, how are they yeah. going to make sure that they don't fuck up? And that. they were they were and not only that, but like scene. in every story, 
in each of the four storylines, they're also introducing new mm-hmm. characters that mm-hmm. we have, to, and we're loving each and every one of them that they're bringing in. Like, and not, mm-hmm. yeah, they're not inconsequential people. They're just like yeah. new people to love. Um, I'm gonna agree with everyone here. Like, it's fucking amazing. This season was so good. Um, I really like seasons one and two. Season three was, eh. I really liked Bob from season two. So, oh know. Bob, yeah, Bob is the best part about season two. Hands yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, justice for Bob. Um. <laughs> but just for Barb, just for Bob, just for this, this, yeah. But um, this season probably is the best one. Like I love season one. I think this is already better. Um, yeah. Like that's a high order because I really like season one. Um, so let's just fucking let's get into the spoilers. Let's do it. Um, what did you guys think of the new cast members? Because I really like Jack and Hagar in this. That's the uh, yeah. The guy in, in Russia. I was in Russia. trying for the longest time to figure out who that was, and I was talking to yeah. Hawk about it. I was like, "That Russian dude guard is so good, and like so he looks so familiar." Yeah, a man needs a face, and apparently that face is uh, that Russian oh, guard. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Hawk yeah, recognized yeah, the voice. The voice placed him all the, yeah. the whole time. Holy Hawk shit. kept on saying. Um, the, the faceless man. I was like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Yeah. Oh, shit. He's like, Game of Thrones, let's go fuck. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I also like the, the pizza dude. I thought he was hilarious. Argyle. He Argyle. reminds me so much of the character, the best friend in the Goofy movie. Just yeah. like, yeah. that's like him to a T. Wait, what's up, bro? Oh, <laughs> Loves pizza. I absolutely... <laughs> I, like, I feel bad that I can't remember the character's name, especially because like half the plot revolves around him, but the, the D&D guy... Oh, um, oh, oh, the dungeon master, Eddie yeah. yeah, the dungeon Eddie. master, Eddie, yeah, I, Eddie, yeah. I fucking love Eddie. I love because he looks every like Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> yeah. I no, not even fucking every moment he is on screen. I am smiling ear to ear. It's true, he's so good. Um, I'm looking forward to him playing electric guitar in the Upside Down that we saw in the trailer, like fucking ages ago. Do you remember that? There's that that one no. little scene I, I where he's like fucking yeah. Uh, on top of I never um, bothered after season three I never bothered with the trailers because oh I didn't really I wasn't too psyched for this that's fair going into it also how awesome has Steve been finally he, like getting Steve is awesome super. every season he's I know awesome. he's like awesomer he just gets more awesome every season I also really enjoyed I, the friendly orderly played by Jamie Campbell Bauer <laughs> uh, which we will talk I'm, about in a bit I'm I'm touching back on the Steve thing I'm loving Steve this season because this is the first season where Steve is becoming his own character. He's not beholden to being like, it's Steve and Nancy, it's Steve and Dustin, it's Steve and Robin. It's This season is the first time where Steve is like his own character and connected to everybody, and I mm-hmm. fucking love that. I like that Eddie is trying to push him into being like, dude, you, you've, you don't, you were a cool guy, but you're also a nice guy, and you're like, um... There's more to you than just being like the side person for certain people. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck, you're awesome, Eddie. Um, let's get into the spoiler territory because I, I want to talk. Work. Um, well, I want to officially specific say spoilers. specific yeah. spoilers. So, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, we forgot to say Murray's fucking amazing, too. Um, Murray's Murray always amazing. And the pilot. The pilot's pretty great. <laughs> the pilot. I can't remember his name, buddy. Yeah. I, I want to say Sergey, but that just seems uh, generic. No, Russian. right. Is it? I don't know. No, it wasn't Sergey, but it it was one of those like traditional Russian names, like <laughs> Ivan or. Uh, oh, was it Ivan? I think it might be Ivan. No, it it's... had to be Ivan. Oh fuck! What is it? I don't it? think it was. Hang on, we're looking this up. Continue. Oh. I'll look it up. All right. Um. So, let's just jump on. Like, it was a high order to 
get into this and you know Enzo. Enzo. That is not no, what no, I... Enzo was the name of the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. that was his code name. Oh, right? Yuri. Yuri. Sorry. Yuri. Yeah, Enzo, Yuri. Was the name of the rest. Enzo was like the, the code name and Yuri's like, Enzo the is a fucking Italian name. <laughs> That's what I thought, but I'm like, oh Enzo sounds oh wait, no, hang that, on. That was Yuri. that was important for the first couple episodes. Um yeah, yeah, so like we said earlier in the in the I think Hawk was the one who said it. That there's a there's a tall order going into the season and then breaking up all of the the main characters into separate little groups. What do you think about each of these four individual storylines? Anyone jump in? Go for it. Um, it was at first it was a little slow going for me. The only storyline that I was really attached to was once um once Mike got to California and the whole L and uh, will storyline of what's going on with the high school and that and just like going back to like me being that kid that was bullied in high school mm-hmm. and wanting to see her get the re- the vengeance against him oh that was the only story that was really pulling me in at that point like i couldn't care the others the other ones didn't really pick up until about three or four episodes in like especially the the joyce and uh and murray going to russia didn't really pick up until much later yeah once boy got into does her. it feel weird that joyce is like well, I guess I'm going to Russia. I'll just leave my fucking kids and not really not t- like there's a lot of lying happening, which is a mm-hmm. staple of horror movies, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I can't tell anybody the truth. Elle's lying to Mike. You know, uh, Joyce is lying to like all all of the kids. Yeah, that's uh, just tell people the yeah. truth and things work out a lot. Better hey, look who randomly movies. was in California. Murray. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So weird. All the kids yeah. are like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why is Murray here? Yeah, the L storyline just just spoke to me so much as that kid who was bullied in high school and that guy who wanted to take a fucking roller skate to somebody's face like yeah. she did. Like just oh, Millie good Bobby on you. Brown really fought for this bullying storyline. Um, she was talking about how a lot of the kids are now like ex- <laughs> like producers and stuff on the show, so they're allowed to mold a little bit of their storylines. And she really wanted to um talk about bullying because she was bullied as, as a young at a young age and. She wanted to make sure that that was an important part of her, especially. It was super well played out. Yeah. Like, you know, th- that was this was still the time when bullying was treated with the kind of, well, you know, get over it or, you know, sort I think it it's out still yourself, sort of or, like that, isn't it? It's so weird yeah. because like when I was a kid, you either just like, where are they going to fight or we're going to get someone bigger to go beat the shit out of you? Like, yep. it's one or the other. Like, you, yeah. like, it's so weird that I, to me that you can't go to a teacher like the teachers are like, no, it's fine. I, I was her like I didn't go to teacher because I was afraid of like if I ratted out these kids to the teacher that I was just going to get beat up even more. Mm-hmm. But like I was I was her on those those school trips to roller gardens where I had those fantasies of taking the skate off and hitting a certain mm-hmm. fucking person <laughs> in the face like, you know, it, but it, you can't do that. Yeah. So thank God TV does it for you. It's, it's sort of amazing that that bullying storyline is even mirrored in her flashbacks to when she was at the lab. Mm-hmm. Right. Because she got bullied there, too. She got help from uh, orderly. Uh, the orderly. I was and like, she... sort of. He's the one who sort of told her how to so, channel her her powers. So, there's, so one thing, Eric, what you wanted me to bring up earlier was yeah, yeah. the the Duffer brothers fucked up, and what? it's it's when it's uh when they go to the roller skate rink, right? Mm-hmm. There's we see a camera. That shot was completely superfluous, but they decide to film them bullying. 11 right or yeah. what do they call her jane jane um and it says jane, march 22nd if we go back to season two that's will's birthday oh. that that 
I w- for a second I was like, oh, that explains why Will's so upset that they're blah blah blah. They're like, no, they, the Duffer Brothers were like, we totally forgot it was Will's birthday. We wrote that six years ago. So Whoops. that whole storyline that happens is on Will's birthday, <laughs> and apparently even Will's forgotten about it. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, he like, even painted a picture to give to Mike on his own birthday. They they even they mentioned that like you know a bunch, like George R. R. Martin and Stephen King have people whose job it is to keep track of things, and I'm like, yeah. how the fuck do you make a show as big as Stranger Things and you don't have someone whose job it is to keep you be your lord? And especially yeah. you have 365 days of the fucking year to pick from, and what are the odds <laughs> you pick the one? It's about probably one in 365. <laughs> it's probably like one of their anniversaries or one of their kids' birthdays yeah. or something, and yeah. just like oh let's pick this one again. And it's such a huge thing in season two, right? That's how Joyce brings like Will back out of the mind flare, right? Mm. Oh man, this yeah. Is... What a fuck. What a weird fuck up, you know? Like, <laughs> um, how? Yeah, go for it. How about the subtext in the in the series and that regarding cults and its association with D and D? And I wanted to talk hyster- about the, the whole the... hysteria from the eighties and that regarding like you know sat- yeah, satanic, satanic cults panics. and that yeah. satanic yeah. panic. Uh, Dave, do you want to? Talk about this. You played D and D longer than master. I played D and D in the uh, actually. Well, was it the nineties? I did play in the nineties. Um, but I was also like a. I was nine. You know, like we didn't worry about. The, I, you know, my my mom was never worried about that shit. She wasn't worried that we were I, worshiping demons. Yeah. What bothers me actually is that a lot of the time that the people who push that narrative. Are like oh they're worshiping demons and like all these a lot of what these kids were actually doing was like oh I'm playing a paladin I kill demons mm. so it's like it's like that's isn't that what you want your your Christian kids to grow up like they want to be crusaders for like your faith and instead you're telling them they're evil for doing that I don't know I, I wish I I it always could, bothered me I wish I had a story about the satanic panic because I never played D and D in the eighties I was not old enough to play it in the eighties I don't think yeah you got to be in your forties or earlier to have actually experienced I'm in my forties. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we're, aren't we all? No, not Dave. Oh, yeah, youngin. Look at you, yeah, youngin. Um, but I was born I think, at the end of the eighties. I think my favorite story about the Satanic Panic. Unless Hawk, do you have any stories about this era? Uh, no. But um, the entire time there were reference, you know, the guy was going on about how D and D drives people crazy, and that I was like, this is the plot from that terrible made-for-TV movie, Mazes and Monsters. Mazes and Monsters, starring Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Yep. Yep. Guys, I don't know what I'm doing. I thought I saw that on Prime the other day. Um, and it probably if it, is. If it is, I'm gonna that, fucking watch that movie. It is a propaganda movie. Like that mm-hmm. movie was designed to try and get kids to not play D and D. Oh, I never watched it. Mm. Oh, I saw you. Oh man, like I remember. So one of the guys we played D and D with worked at HMB, mm-hmm. and he was a huge. He had like every VHS, and then he was getting rid of it. So he would give away his VHS as he bought the DVDs, and he would be like, "You gotta watch this. You gotta watch this." And one of those, one of the things was like, "Here, mazes is monsters." I'm like, "I'm not gonna fucking watch this. Like, it's, it's enemy propaganda." But oh, he did have it. He had it on VHS. I love that Satanic Panic was uh, once again trending on, uh, once again, it was trending on Twitter. And one person I follow, who Dave also follows, and who we've had on the show. Jim Sub? Jim Sub. Our buddy. Had, a, had an amazing story about the Satanic Panic back in the 80s, because he used to play with his brother. And yeah. his mom ended up taking away all their books. So to convince really? so to convince their, their parents to, to let them play... They asked their dad to roll a character, so they made a whole little <laughs> a little campaign. Um, they apparently their dad spent like two hours building this character because he was asking questions about this every would have single. Been probably basic rules too. Yeah, 
maybe i don't know he didn't he so, didn't say much what, more complicated than what we play now <laughs> yeah so he was he, he two and a half hours building this character he had he asked questions about everything he wanted to know how to, everything worked they start the campaign first monster they encounter yeah. character, character dies <laughs> and so so for two and a half hours of character creation 15 minutes of gameplay just dead and, and they're like do you want to re-roll another character he's like no and he got up he left and they they ended up putting their ears against the door because they wanted to hear what he was saying to their mom and she's like so was it is it as bad as they say and she's he's like no it's 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 um it's just stupid <laughs> yeah yeah if um Jim actually did a TED talk about a TEDx talk about D and D called "Raised by Dragons." It's really good, actually. Oh, tells the story because his brother was the one who got him into it. And all that, mm-hmm. and you got to understand, like you know, the guy who writes the Pathfinder, uh, Rick and Morty D and D comics now, like official stuff. He's had a huge hand in like some of the stories for the recent uh, books that came out. He's played at D and D Live. You got to play Minsk. Yep, he was Minsk on D and D Live, and he's actually going to be Minsk on another D and D show coming up soon. Uh, with Matt Mercer, Matt Mercer played Boo, which was Ooh. wonderful. That, um, he also so it's um, not like he's just some random fucking guy that we, you know we like to talk about. He but, did the Young Adventures guides that I read to mm-hmm. my kids that are slowly getting them into D anD D, which I enjoy. Um, I actually started writing a My Little Pony campaign for my daughter, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, Friendship is magic. Friendship is magic, unless a dragon is there to stop their friendship, um, which is what's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> But that's so okay. when we when when I have to bring up the really convoluted lore in D when I say thing like when we were playing oh god it's been a while I know but when uh-huh. I was like it's a Yugoloth or it's a blah 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 that's because the Satanic Panic made them stop calling them demons and devils yeah so devils became uh whatever they were called and demons became whatever they're called and all these different things and so that they they wouldn't be like oh you would open a book and it wouldn't say demon or devil it would be like it's an lawful evil extra planar creature and it's this type of creep blah 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 but it's a demon or it's a devil blah, blah, hmm. you know an evil spirit well we might as well go off of that we're, let's, we're talking about demons and devils let's talk about vecna vecna yeah. is not a demon or a devil well no like i was talking about like uh like bad guys so i was just gonna well the was... kid the bad guy that the kid it's weird because they talk about vecna right that the, it, the during kids the talk campaign, about vecna yeah. but they don't play D and D. They haven't played D and D. They did play right? D and D in that one campaign at the beginning, right? With yeah. The, the very right, no, no, no. I mean, like in this season, like every season's always had, like the first season, they were gonna fight the Demogorg. That was like the re- it was a parallel, right? Mm. Like Will the Wise and all this stuff. But this season, they haven't got to play D and D. I thought they were they still did. gonna have that. They, they did first episode. The first episode. That's where the Vec- that's where the name Vecna came from. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, they had that, that was a campaign they were playing. They, they brought they brought yeah. um what's his Lucas's little sister. They brought in, Lucas's right? sister in because he oh, was too busy right. with the basketball I'm, game. Yeah, but I'm thinking of like Mike and and Will yeah. and all that. Not, yeah, they only not, had they uh, only had Dustin and um. It was Dustin, Mike, no, and Lucas uh, and Lucas's sister, plus yeah. the yeah. the other the other guys Hellfire guys. I don't remember the yeah. two un- unnamed nerds. Who the the yeah. three, the, the three, since. because they showed them later as uh, that metal band in the garage. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, and they yeah, start yeah. beating them up. Yeah. What do you think? What do you guys think of introducing Vecna? And um, I feel like this is a, a bigger question for Dave since Vecna is actually in the comics. And well, what I not comics, realized the, the is that I'm like, because I was like, oh, Vecna, like a, ooh, a lich, how's an undead creature? And I was like, oh, right. None of these things actually parallel what mm-hmm. they are in D&D. The Demogorgon is not a two headed, you know, arch demon. Um, so Vecna is just like a very powerful, like ancient wizard. Yeah. Um, which, uh, which I actually think 
kind of fits maybe yeah. like I th- it's not a terrible uh uh like metaphor i guess for what the character but what i think i figured out what the character is anyway were you were you guys surprised that one ended up becoming vecna no, that's, no was, that was my theory actually that was that my was, theory yeah. too and not only that but i knew it was the orderly I, at the start yeah, i'm like same. that guy <laughs> okay. that guy looks like vecna that's gonna be vecna i just assumed I, because they showed him a the lot original kid but also is that that kid is well, I mean, this, the biggest spoiler is is Robert Eglin's yeah. son, right? Or his character. That was son. a surprise. He's, yeah. Yeah. That, I, that I didn't see coming. Yeah. I was spoiled that the orderly was Vecna um, by, by a friend. I did see. I I saw a, a cast listing of him. Like it was like the character name slash Vecna, and I was oh, like, oh, okay. No. So he's. So I knew that eventually he was going to become, but the whole plot of him being the son of uh, of Robert England's character, like that, I did not see coming. Mm-hmm. That that blew me away. As soon as that family was in it, I was like, "Oh, that's got that's the son." I was like, "The son didn't die. That that kid. That's that's the origin, right? That's why yeah. Hawkins has a lab. That's why all this now, shit, yeah. right?" Now here's yeah. here's a question I have. Vecna is very obviously like the way they're portraying it is based off of it. It's Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. he haunts you and and yeah. like gives you nightmares, and then eventually like comes to you in your dreams and kills you in that. So very clearly, do you think that that's why Robert England was cast, or do you think oh, it was Robert yeah, yeah. was cast because that's... he's an '80s icon? Yeah, no, both, both. Yeah, I think 100 percent it was. You know, like hey, we're going with the Freddy Krueger storyline. Let's yeah. get fucking Freddy Krueger. Very yeah, much so. It was all yeah. about like yeah. you know, it was certain teens that would get isolated in that and killed in this you know bizarre manner and that like you know from the original like Nightmare on Elm Street. Remember how like Johnny Depp how he went out. Or actually, yeah. the that actually the first uh, the one I was thinking of was the first murder in that. Involving Didn't he die in Tina. three? No, no, no. Johnny Depp was in the first Warriors. one. Yeah, oh. it was it was the girl in the movie in that, and the way she you know basically thrown like all over the entire like bedroom. Yeah, Tina. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The this whole the whole season was was very influenced by the first uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. So Robert Eagle showing up was you know. It was a given. There'd be um, two points I'd make about like how the sort of effects work, which is one, like the way they kind of like die. I was like, oh, that feels very like, uh, like stigmata, like horror, like like exorcist. Like there's a demon. Oh my god, it was terrifying. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's fucking brutal. But the other thing is, they're all dying. Like these are people who are like burdened by a secret, and one of the things in D anD D is Vecna. When Vecna if he does ever ascend to godhood in different versions of uh, whatever story you're playing, he's the god of secrets. Like, Vecna's mm. all about knowing secrets and keeping that from people. So when I was like, oh, I get, like, early on, I was like, I get why they would choose Vecna, because all these people are, like, trying to keep a secret from people, and that's what's killing them. Mm. It's not their trauma. It's that, it, but it is their trauma, right? It's the fact, and I feel like that's maybe what the show is is saying, is that, don't keep your trauma a secret because yeah. by unburdening yourself with it, that's what's going to free you of it. Yeah, there's a lot of emotional damage. Um, <laughs> but um, I, oh, I remember listening. This is how we get to the big leagues. This <laughs> I remember. I, I... <laughs> so, sorry. I remember reading it or listening to an interview from the Duffer Brothers, and they're saying that there are, there are like people that they're like, these are the people we want to work with. And if there's a way that we can get them in this, because there are icons, they're definitely gonna. We're gonna try and get them on the show, and Robert Englund was one of those people. I hope, just out of morbid curiosity, I I hope they get Jackie Earl Haley to show up as well. 
because he's so good. <laughs> he is. He was good as Freddy Krueger too. I enjoyed him as Freddy Krueger. You know what? He, he's better though in The Tick. <laughs> it's true. If you remember The Tick, I do. Oh wait, Amazon. he played the main villain in that. Yes, right? there's a great the Patrick Warburton show. Yes, where oh, no, 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 the one, the the, the one with one. uh, yeah, on on Prime. I can't remember with the uh, Peter Sarafinowicz, right? Yeah. Yes. There's yeah. a great, I'm sorry, I just love this bit so much, where, like, he's been gone for, like, years, and he shows up, and his hench, his main henchman is like, sir, it's so great to see you. I can't believe, where have you been? And he goes, ah, killing the bees. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just, like, so nonchalantly, like, like, wait a minute, this is an ecological disaster. That's actually a very villainous thing to be doing. <laughs> he played the terror on the The ter- terror, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I loved it. Just the dry, what, I'm sorry, that's just, like, my favorite role of his. Yeah. I don't know if anyone else felt this way. Like, so the whole storyline of Vecna like attacking people that have like, uh, like guilt over over things that happened in their past. And that the moment that I absolutely fell in love with this season was when I realized just how much they had written everything ahead of time and playing this all out was the moment when Nancy gets possessed because of Barb, and I was like, "Holy oh, shit!" They really did have this whole because they have they did announce that they're only doing five seasons because yeah. they wrote it out oh they're doing another span. one after this yeah, this, wow, yeah. This they're doing one more i am pretty they, sure they, they filmed announced already, that they, they announced they were originally they were only going to do four seasons but then they felt they couldn't tell the full story in one season so they're they, they're doing it in two yeah but oh, i was like that's when i realized i'm like oh they really did have this planned out because that was fucking genius to like grab her and bring it back to barb and i was like how did i not see that coming like i was um god I was messaging Hawk when I was watching the final episode and I was like, yeah. this one, I find out that Barb came uh, like is actually alive and she's like surviving in the under. <laughs> He's like, just wait. And then like two seconds later, I see her dead body. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Fused into the swimming pool. Yeah. Well, okay. Okay. I remember because they showed it before. That's not a too. thing. That's not a thing in D&D necessarily. Uh, although mind flayers do turn people into more mind. Barb players. wasn't in D&D. No, what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to is what is Vecna doing with the bot? Like he's like got his tendrils out because clearly, like Why? he controls every fucking creature, I, right? In but the, uh, upside I think down. I think they said that they're he's he's taking these people so that he's can build more portals, right? So that they can yeah, can that's the whole thing. It's make a portal big he, enough. But he needs her body, I get right. Like he's got I, her body. I feel like they're all ba- like batteries, right? They're just like well, like the I feel yeah. I feel like. If, it, we're basing this all on the fact that there are psychic attacks and that and it's like yeah. it's basically like psychic energy is what is causing these tears into like the 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 upside down i mean it certainly seems like his end goal is to come into right our our world again which is yeah. what i assume the end of season four is going to be it's him coming yeah. over and then I, he's gonna fight yeah. 11 and it's going to be like Tetsu and what's his face and Akira in season five. Yeah, I, I, Tetsu! I, I hundred percent. And I, I don't want to, I don't want to say any like spoil anything because the Dever brothers did mention like something about the finale. And I, I don't necessarily want to say anything, but I, it wasn't like they didn't give it. They didn't give away like they didn't give away a definite spoiler, but they basically like said, don't expect to come out of season four happy. Yeah, they said no. And they I'm, said that I'm, this was um their I, Game of Thrones season. Like everything yeah, is they, on the they table. They said that like I don't don't expect that. to to end this season on a high note. Like, and I but the thing yeah. is, I'm like, if they're gonna do a season five, obviously, I mean that that goes without saying, this season is gonna end on a down note. The, what that yeah. means, who fucking knows? Steve's gonna 100. We're we're in for it. We're in for the ringer. In the they're last gonna kill episodes. someone, and it's gonna be someone oh, that absolutely. everyone loves, and it's gonna be Steve. I mean, and I'm keep gonna in mind, keep in mind, like your options are kill. 
Joyce Hopper, right? It's like no. neither of those you, are good. You're not, you're not killing Hopper because you already faked his death. They're not going right, to go yeah, ahead and kill him. There's yeah. no, it's the like re- Chewbacca's dead. Oh, Chewbacca's so, alive. So the reason uh, I think they're going to the kill him. going to be one of the kids. I think it's C. I think they're like, going to kill Mike. Oh, they could. My theory is they're killing Mike. The only reason I'm saying Steve because it is... Has, they can't kill Elle because they've already said she's Elle the is the only person who is powerful enough to fight Vecna. So what is going to make her powerful enough is like her hatred. And the only thing that's going to make her hatred grow is Mike is gone. True. Or it could be um, Will, her her brother that she's been ignoring. Nobody cares about Will. That's why. (laughs) I can't even remember his fucking birthday. I did think something's going to happen with Will because of that painting. Because he's been carrying that thing around, and yeah. it's going to be one of those things where he's going to die, and then they're going to open, they open the, painting the painting and, and have a, like, uh, yeah, an emotional exactly. moment. That's what I was thinking. But I can't see his death being emotionally impactful enough on the story at this point because because he's ever been... since he exercised the demon in season two, Will's been a nothing character on yeah. the show. Yeah, maybe I mean, that's why also, they kill him. It's also like it's like the the guy in the first uh, Hangover, like the one character. You're like, oh, this is a cool character. Oh, we don't see him for the rest of the fucking movie until the like until they save yeah. him. Like that's what Will was like. Like Will didn't do anything I, in any of these. I, I just think it's gonna be Mike because Mike creates a lot of of story elements for season five. It mm. creates Elle's anger. It brings Nancy and Jonathan or Nancy and Steve closer together. Yeah. out of her grief, it's, like it. It it's uh, Mike's best continues friend. the story of what's happening with the parents in Hawkins right now, mm. which they introduced like at the end of episode six about how like the parents are suddenly concerned about what, oh my God, like what is happening in, the, in this town that's, that's involving our children. And the only way to really hit them hard, especially the dad who's become so like oblivious to everything, like hit him with a dead kid, like <laughs> hit him with a dead kid. <laughs> now I it sounds think that like Mike is the D&D. most impactful death. And honestly, I, I, I think Finn Wolfhard's been kind of phoning in on that show for the past couple seasons. So I think he knows he's on his way out. So, oh, eh. mm. that's my that's my prediction. Just... So, Dave so... made his prediction about number one. That's my prediction for the season. So finale. the reason I the problem was I couldn't talk about my prediction with number one with anybody because no one was watching the fucking show when I was watching yeah. it. I couldn't yeah. message anybody. So the reason why I think it's Steve is because they're doing all this redemption with him right now. So that's the only reason why I would be like, okay, I get, I could see Steve being the one at the, the end that and died. Steve would be an impactful death too, but would Steve be an impactful death on the overall story no. though? Yeah, no. No, Mike, Mike really does tie. Mike has the most yeah. connections to every character. Yeah, I agree. Like Vecna being connected to everybody. That's a parallel. Mm. So, um, in season two, we were introduced to, um, eight, who was uh, another person that left the lab, and you remember when. When Eleven went to Chicago, I think it was Chicago, and she did her little her I'm, goth I'm, face. I'm, yeah, her little goth face where she's like, I'm going to join a gang. I'm going to learn about stuff from this other person who left. As goths do. Do you think there are other people that have left the the lab, like Eight, that they're going to bring back? To, I, 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 feel like eight, I, I feel like Eight is... I don't eight. think so. I don't no? think we're going to introduce I, another character in the last two yeah. episodes, yeah. right? Like, I think we've we've introduced so many characters this season that I think what we're doing is we're setting up everything for season five. Yeah. Season four is setting up season five. And I, I can't see them suddenly introducing uh, another character that escaped the lab. I think I don't think that's going to happen. I want I want Eight to come back is what I want. I want to see well, her come back in season that. five. Yeah. Possibly, but yeah. yeah, I mean, like the end of the season, and that pretty much confirmed that, like, you know, they they're, they they don't have a lot of like psychics left anymore out there. So we're we're, we're saying maybe one person dies. What if a, a bunch of people die? 
That's like, funny. Like, what if they do a red <laughs> wedding? Like, I feel like... I, no, it's not that, that, it's not that kind of show. I don't <laughs> no. think it's that kind of show. That's just I think it's, this is more of a show where one where one one big impact because they haven't really ever other than Bob they haven't killed any real main characters <laughs> off on the Bob. show. What if they killed the entire um, Byers family? <laughs> I mean that would be amazing because that would also be really good because that, that would that would that would bring set Hopper. Hopper that yeah yeah, yeah um, again and then, and then Nancy Hopper, can be with Steve up, like, and there's no worry about Jonathan. Jonathan's also been a nothing character this season. Because they right? really, they really want to push this back to be like, well, maybe Nancy and Steve are gonna get back. It's like I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck who Nancy's with. That's <laughs> yeah. not who the fuck cares. And am I the only one who thinks she looks fucking forty years old in this season? What the fuck I happened? Yeah. Everybody in Hollywood smokes, is what I understand. Oh my god, she. Because yeah. I went back and watched an episode from like season one and two. Or really quickly, just to like see, and I was like, "Oh my god, she looked like she was sixteen back then. She looks like she's fucking forty now." Everyone aged guy, a lot. Hold on, the guy who's oh, playing no. what's the uh, what's Munson? What's his name? Eddie Munson. Eddie. Eddie. Yeah. That actor he's is 29. like 30, 29, no, he's, he's 29. and he's playing like an eighteen-year-old. Yeah. How old? I don't know, buddy. How old is? How does? Uh, well, I'm looking it up right name? now. Natalia, Natalia Dyer. Dyer. All right, Natalia. My bad. Ninety-five. She's probably like twenty. Yeah. So so she's 24. Uh, 20, yeah, 24. Yeah. yeah. 24, 25. <clears throat> she still like does not look like she's 24 in this. Like she looks like she's They she's they also have that fucking terrible 80s makeup too. So that's probably not helping her. It's I think it's the hair that's thrown me off the most. Like they gave her like the really nasty 80s hair and it's yeah. like that's aging her like 10 15 Even years. Even like Eleven's haircut and outfit is just like mm, I don't know. She's dressing like Joyce, which I think is hilarious. But um, her hairstyle is just okay. Actually, I have a question for you guys because yeah, yeah. I've seen some theories about this. When they're in the lab, Eleven is talking to every. They're all talking. That CGI one... for her little little version is also oh, amazing. Good. I, I was yeah. I, I wanted to say that. Um, I don't think it's that difficult to de-age someone from like eighteen to like twelve, though. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Just make them shorter. Uh, but and and like smooth out their skin. Uh, but not that much, I guess. Do you think she could talk? And the trauma that was inflicted upon her made her forget. Like that's a thing, right? You can like you can it's tra- like PTSD be, can, can be so bad that you basically forget how to talk. Yeah, or, uh, and, and a bunch of other things. Or do you think they're all taking psychically in the lab? I think that 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 her pushing vector not vector one through that portal was so traumatically like scarring that she, I mean, she ripped a hole in space and time yeah. with her psychic powers. It's pretty badass. <laughs> yeah, that it just like she she I, went into shock. Like I feel like that that was her And I I didn't even think it was so much that you know, what she did by sending him through the portal. I think it was more of like a she was brutalized by everybody in there. Like mm-hmm. she was picked on by everyone and this was the one person that she felt she could truly rely on and truly trust. And then found out oh my god this guy has just been completely using me the whole mm-hmm. time and i and i think that's the event that that caused her to become catatonic it's just like mm-hmm. that i can't i can't trust anyone i can't trust people that's in general right. oh no every authority figure in her life abused her in in yeah. one way or another and that and they all approached her with kindness at first and that and then yeah. her, you know through her like it was tests and like you know violence and reminds you know, me and of even most the way of my life <laughs> Actually, just like even the way like nice to me just so they can she, use me oh 
Yeah, she I loved Papa. She trusted Papa, but then yeah. he managed to turn her against Papa as well. And was like, and then Paul Ryan, who I can trust, two, he turns right? me against everyone. And then you are an asshole. So, <laughs> oh yeah, um, remember that? Remember that scene where she had to watch Papa and that basically like torture her bully in front of her. Number two, oh, yeah. do you think no? This is this just popped in my. Do you think two knew that that orderly was number one? Like no. he looked a little bit old, old enough to I maybe think have gone. Some of the, no. I think some of the kids knew, but realized that. You know, he didn't have powers anymore, so they were like, "Man, who gives a shit?" Like, he doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't I, doesn't matter. Yeah, I just I don't think anyone knew. I think he was just kind of like blended into the background as one of the orderlies. He was just so they far. Gotta, they they've like like the first episode back has got to be like, all right, let's explain how that fucking like chip went in his neck, right? Like, we gotta do some backstory on this shit, right? Mm. Oh, hands down, first episode back to first, probably the first 15, 20 minutes is gonna be backstory on on him and how he got there. Yeah. Oh. God, yes. I think it'd be everything from everything from him being picked up as the child to to where we met him. Just like just like a one app would be awesome, Mm. like like a montage of like him, like whatever. Oh, that'd be so good. Yeah. I mean, they got um, Robert Englund to come and do the show. I'm sure he's going to be in it more too. They've got to add him with. Oh, I think there's going to be like a reconciliation that's not going to go. They're going to be like, but we brought your dad and then he just flays him alive or something. Where he's like, I don't Skins like him. Oh. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Those fucking black widows in the jar. Oh, fucking kill me. Uh, just... Actually, that's a, that's a question I have. I, I don't know if it's something I missed or not. Now, I know that he thought his son was dead in the initial telling of the stories and that, but does he still believe his son is dead? I think he does. I think... Yeah. I think he's thinks because, because I don't know he, if that was something I missed. As like, far as I know, I believe he still believes both of his kids died that day. Because yeah. his son, like he knew his when he picked up his son, his son was like, "Oh, he's unconscious. He's like in a coma or whatever, right?" But well, then, I think like, he thought he no, he they, he said he thought he was dead. But they he's, well, they he tell him both his kids were dead. I'm pretty sure they go, "Hey, your son's dead, bud," because he's yeah. gonna go to a fucking lab in Hawkins. Mm. Fuck. Um, yeah. Was that and that family? That's such a weird thing. It's like hmm, this this horrific thing happened here. Let's build a lab here. Don't move. Don't don't take it somewhere else. I mean, oh, actually, no. Well, no, it's yeah, a little. Yeah, if it's the, right. If, if it's the Nexus being somewhere. the way they are, you want it the cheapest drive. You know? You're right. Yeah. The Nexus where everything happens. So you got to keep. Well, it. but the thing because I, and I was about to go like, well, that's where the the rift is. But it's like, well, that doesn't happen for like twelve years though. Yeah, so, I don't know. It, yeah, it's just one of those things. It's like everything happens in Hawkins, apparently. Like, yeah, why not? Why? Well, he said even didn't he say that his his powers were amplified in that house? Or that's when he started feeling it more because of him being there. The sun. The sun. Yeah, I have to watch the last episode I again. I can't. I it was yeah. something about. It was something. No, it was something about the relationships he had was what amplified it. Yeah. It it had something to do with like the more that they, the more that they didn't believe the things he was saying, the more it intensified his anger or something. Mm. His it 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 um this one dark science cloning secrets only the Sith knew. Sorry. Um, now I I and I mean like it did have something to do with the house because of um and I I I feel like something fuck fuck you producers for that scene with the rabbit I know it was CGI but still fuck you for that scene with the rabbit and like anytime it's so funny to me that like you you'll be like you'll be disturbed by watching a rabbit like that but you weren't like oh man what you did to those humans like oh when that it's 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 a different it's a different I had a pet rabbit growing up innocent people too (laughs) yeah but we don't know but I never had a pet human 
Not yet. I never had a pet human I had to take care of. <laughs> That's a very common thing. Uh, the like, pet I mean, humans? Like, it's, <laughs> it's a, that, we, no. that we watch, we watch when we watch shows or movies and that where people are yeah. killed. And that. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. You it's can an ongoing gripe I like, have. You probably did dog, something bad. A cat, a rabbit you yeah. know, being it's, killed. That's why yeah. John probably did something man. bad, but it's, it's not like you can't like justify like oh that rabbit was probably a nazi in a previous life it's or something an like ongoing, that. you can't quantify that it's an like, ongoing yeah. <laughs> a gripe i have with a lot of humans who care more about animals than people and they're like well animals are innocent it's like so are a lot of people yeah um like, yeah fair that's fair um what did we guys what what did we guys what did you guys think of the whole russia storyline this year because last year last year it sort of was a little bit i, I want to say muddled it was, i didn't like the russia was, thing last year it, it was, was very it was it was very meh this year until until Murray took Yuri out then it got better <laughs> when he discovered he could beat people up with his martial arts with the, his karate the fucking fact that Murray actually was able to do the karate was just the best thing <laughs> ever <laughs> so oh. unexpected and so much fun cuz Murray is just known for like his bluster so the fact that he was actually telling the truth about that was incredible mm. Um, did, uh, at first, I thought it was a little bit slow, to be honest. Yeah. The the Russia sure. storyline because I was just like, oh, hey, yeah. I don't. Know I love that. the Hopper, the Hopper, and the the guard storyline way more than I like Joyce and Murray. Yes. Yeah. I, so think, I, I think Joyce the, and Murray because it's Murray. They're like, all right, it's going to be one funny th- story in this show, yeah. and it's it's because it's wherever Murray is because he's such a fucking clown. It, but then of course it's it, like, well, what if Murray was useful? The, the it's just the Murray and Joyce storyline just felt like it, I was watching a, a John Candy and Dan Aykroyd movie. Like it, <laughs> it felt like I was watching, or not even that. It felt like I was watching Spies Like Us. It felt like a, a farce the whole time. Yeah. Whereas that like the Hopper and the Guard storyline felt legit. Like that was a real like. There's high stakes here. At the same time, though, I like that they were like, listen, we all like Hopper, and Hopper is a very capable individual. But you know what he can't fucking do is escape a gulag by himself. He almost did. He killed, oh, and he killed a lot of Russians. <laughs> he would have if it wasn't for Yuri. He would have made it. He like was running Hopper, in the snow with no shoes and no socks. I and know, and, and with a broken, a broken foot and ankle. If Hopper <laughs> was in Ukraine right now, that war would have ended like fifty days ago. Yeah. That, that whole, nice. the whole, this Hopper's whole story felt a lot like Midnight Express, uh, which is goes back a lot further than the eighties and that. But uh, that's what I got from it. And that. Um, I actually, I really enjoyed his, his, his role this season. That Again, it was that pacing on that, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, you knew there was going to be a, an escape attempt at some point in that, and it was probably going to fail, you know, because, you know, he, he was going to eventually have to fight in like one of the demigorgons and that. I think it's uh, unfortunate. It's probably going to be David Harbour's best role. Like, I don't know if he's going to be able to, I don't know if he's ever going to get a script that's going to give him something as good as this. He was good at Black Widow. I no, loved him. He was. <laughs> he was fine. I liked him. It was great. Matt. I didn't like the movie, but I thought he was fine in it. Um, Are you calling me a liar? <laughs> he was all right as Hellboy, I guess. That movie was just terrible. Yeah, yeah. The movie was terrible. He was Listen, all right. When when your only alternative is Ron Perlman's Hellboy, like, mm. you know, mm. you're um, not going to compare. I'm trying to think of what else we could talk about. I, I There was that whole... I feel, we were talking about how Mike's not Mike's storyline. Um, yeah, Mike, Mike and and the crew that were trying to find eleven. That storyline was a little slow, but once they started 
going on the road trip, I thought it really picked up. I really like that they end up going to see Dustin's I, girlfriend. I, I have to interject real quick. I sorry, I was I was in the bathroom when I heard uh, the conversation about David Harbour roles. Has anybody heard what his next role is? No. no. They are doing an under siege style movie where he plays Santa Claus who has to kill a bunch of uh, military mercenaries. All right. Do you know what it's called? Violent I, Night. I, I can look it up. It's called Violent, Violent Night. Night. That's what it is. I can't fucking wait. What's it? What's it called? Violent Night. I'm all in on stupid shit like that. Same I as just... I was really. I was. I'm so happy that Ray Liotta's <laughs> final movie was Cocaine Grizzly or Cocaine Bear. Just... Violent Night's little tagline is: A group of mercenaries attack the estate of a wealthy family on Christmas Eve, and Santa must save Christmas. Santa played by David Harbour. Wait a minute, is he playing actually Santa or some guy in person? That's what he's building as Santa Claus. We don't know. He's billed as Santa Claus. (laughs) Okay, so it's I if if it's if he's playing a guy, you know, who's just basically there to do Santa Claus for the night, you know. Like like bad Santa, but it's an action movie. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Santa with guns. This movie also has John Leguizamo and Beverly D'Angelo. Oh. (laughs) So I think John Leguizamo is so fucking underrated. He's very good. He's so yeah. good. I loved him. Like when he showed up I've in never John Wick, seen I was him like, in a oh. role I didn't think he was phenomenal in. Luigi. I thought he, he was, was phenomenal, phenomenal as Luigi, Luigi. To be yeah. honest, he, he was, was like good as he, Luigi. He, he was entertaining in, in it. Yeah, he's he's actually I might mean, be the best part of that movie, other than the insane role Dennis Hopper is just like. <laughs> He's been like a multifaceted guy, like through for a lot of years. Stand-up comedian, dramatic Ooh. actor, and you know, a comedic actor, and like he's basically, you know, he can tackle like any project. That, you it's know, just he, like when he showed up in John Wick, and I was like, "What the fuck is John Leguizamo doing? Like, why is and he, he was not so in good in it?" Yeah, yeah. Um, are, are there is there anything Sorry, else? Back you... to back to the mic story. Yeah, um, I was going to say uh, something, and I feel oh, go, actually, the shootout in the house was yeah. awesome. It was in one take too, right? Yeah, that was really good. Like I was like, "Oh, they know how to shoot this. Why? Why the fuck are they doing more of this?" They did that in five takes, and wow, the, the really good job. The one that they they, I think the third take, they were saying that they had a really good like flow, and they're like, "Oh shit, this is the one. This is the one." And then one of the last stuntmen didn't enter, uh. <laughs> and then he entered like. Thirty seconds or like a minute late, and then he, you know, he did his thing and died. And he's like, "Yeah, fuck, that was great. Let's do it." Like that was that was the one, and everyone's like, "You dumbass." <laughs> <laughs> um, all the interviews with everyone from um, Stranger Things talking about the season are phenomenal. Hot Ones had uh, Millie Bobby Brown on last week, and um, she called out Tom Holland <laughs> during her Hot Wings because, like, halfway through, she's like, "Is this when Tom Holland cried?" <laughs> You know, that's, I know she's young, but it is, it is totally subjective and everybody has different body chemistry when it comes to capsaicin. Yeah. So it's funny, but at the same time, I'm like, don't be shitty. Like, like I think she's friends with him though. Probably. Yeah. It's just, but but you're celebrities. So like when you call somebody out for something, like for crying too, like specifically crying seems like, (laughs) like, come on. I'd be just. The the only ad that I've really seen or the promotion I've seen for the show was I watched a YouTube video today of uh, it was some of the cast on uh, Jimmy Fallon on the Tonight Show like I'm rapping so 
The, yeah, well, they were they were wrapping the uh, the outline for the entire series leading up to season four, and it was like it was all right, it was entertaining. Like the like kid who plays Will, like was he he actually was not bad. Then they get to uh, Maya Hawk, uh, and she's just you could just tell she's like I don't want to fucking be here. But like, <laughs> she, wasn't she not in season one and two as well? Like she's only in season no, three. but like so they they only bring her in for like to, to rap about season three. Oh okay, but like enough. you could just tell watching her, she's like I don't want to be fucking doing this. This is so fucking stupid. Like do you know who my parents are? Like, <laughs> I hope I hope she wouldn't say that. <laughs> you know who my dad is? Okay, he's a lawyer and he's gonna come down here. My well, you know who her parents are, right? Yes, I know Ethan Hawke. Okay. <laughs> Uma Thurman. Yeah, I know. God, what a beautiful family. God, yeah. Um, any other storylines you guys want to talk about in um this? I mean, I feel like we covered the four storylines. We did like yeah. the D and D club, and yeah, we we didn't talk about. Well, we sort of talked about um the um we didn't really talk about the bullies that are going around pushing the satanic panic but i think i mean they're gonna they're gonna get to come up and sooner or later they're a bunch yeah. of pieces of shit you know yeah yeah uh that one kid that died in the boat or out on in the water fuck that was terrifying that was just yeah. terrifying um okay then uh i guess that was actually the one thing that i was confused about like that was the one thing where, where like i said earlier that i knew the orderly was vecna going in i actually wasn't sure if it was the orderly or if it was the the one teen who was leading the charge I knew it was one of the blonde people on the show. <laughs> Fair enough. I didn't know which one really it was. But weird twist to have it be the head of the basketball team. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because um, Vecna is a wizard. <laughs> I, I will have job. to say I I enjoyed that the the cameo from Max's brother. I can't remember his name. Um, Billy. Billy. I enjoyed that Billy. he showed up. Um, they actually filmed that a year apart. Both of the actors. So they filmed Max's scenes first, and then a year yeah. later, um, in Australia, I'm, they filmed. Um, the I, honestly, it, anytime I'm, I see Billy, I'm like, "Oh, it's the Red Ranger." That's yeah, I like that too. That's how I know him. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm surprised. The one thing you didn't bring up tonight, Eric, was the uh, the running up that hill sequence. That's what was yeah. my next question. Mm. Okay, yeah. so it's all over the well, internet. I mean, mm. I've always loved that song. Like, Kate I Bush didn't is need the show to reiterate my love of that song. But, but I love that. Everyone... And that was another one that Britney posted where. Like she posted that thing, and then I was like, I was on episode two at the time, and I'm like, all right, well, eventually there's gonna be a running four? up the hill sequence, and it it's episode, gonna be crazy. Yeah, it was episode four. Yeah, it was episode yeah. four. The um, that sequence was phenomenal. That that song jumped five thousand percent because mm -hmm. of Stranger yeah. Things, and now people are um, looking up Kate Bush, and that's you know, a good thing because Kate Bush is amazing. Because yeah, Kate Bush has been amazing. You know, yeah. She's, yeah. Just, she's always been like the cult status and that. You yeah. know, but her her following is so intense. You know, yeah. she didn't yeah. tour and, for 26 years. I know. Ooh. And then she toured like there's I, a, you know, there's all, do you she, know any of her history? She never toured. No. So well, that's she, what I said. Matt Colbert, MCDM. I know of her for all, all her Peter dive. Gabriel work. Like yeah. that's how I was introduced to her. It was all the work she did with Peter Gabriel. When she, yeah, was that's how I know her too. when she was 16 years old, she was signed to EMI. Uh, and it took three years for her to put her album out in that because she was teaching herself how to play piano. Uh, when her album did come out, she didn't go out on tour in that because she uh, wanted to do something extravagant. Uh, so she took dance lessons for like a year in that, putting together a stage show. Uh, you know, she's always been this like weirdly 
like self-produced, you know, it's like, it's not somebody you could, st you, you could stick a producer on her project and that, and, you know, get some sort of result or that. No, it's like, she was always in control of her own work. I, I think if there That's was, awesome. if you wanted to draw a parallel, it's not a great parallel, but she's like the late seventies, early eighties, like Billie Eilish, where it's just like, I could see did, that. She, she had like total fucking control. She, yep. The music videos, those yep. were like all her idea. She like edited all her design. it. Which yep. is crazy. Like, yeah, I like, just I, I love that's actually I love that comparison. she's I love that today she's finally getting recognition for that song because that is not a song that she gets recognition for because it's usually the placebo version is the one everyone oh, knows. I didn't even know placebo like, did one. Oh yeah, like it's their version is the one you usually hear on like television shows and movies for the past like fifteen years. And sure. that. So it's nice that she's finally getting recognition for that song, yeah. like. The, I think the two songs that really got pushed this season were Separate Ways by Journey and Kate Bush's Running Up the Hill. Like, Journey's always has been popular for, like, a number of years, and mm -hmm. they got that big push because of fucking Glee. Um, but, uh... I gotta say, the soundtrack work in this season has been phenomenal. Uh, mm -hmm. The cafeteria scene uh, with Eddie and the guys in that, there was two yep. cramped songs by the cramps and that plague and that yeah. they they rolled I, they did i was a teenage werewolf which rolled into like their cover of fever the, it was like it was so subtle and it was so well done and he's dressed up like fucking he's in teen wolf too right yeah. so <laughs> it's just like oh maybe eddie's a werewolf but no he's not um so no, in got, regards to the in regards to the running up that hill sequence yeah. i actually have a question for everyone Go did for you were you surprised that max lived because I really thought I, I they thought were she was going to die. kill her off. No. I really thought they were going to kill her off as like a big emotional stake in the show at so, that point. So I thought that like part of me was like, oh, man, maybe they'll just kill her. But there were scenes in the trailer that I'd seen her in, too. So I was like, oh, fuck, that, that hadn't happened yet. I See, that's why I'm happy I avoided the trailers, because the whole time I thought she was going to get to the end. But and I also don't trust because, trailers. Especially because of the emotional weight of the song. I thought she was going to get to the end and it was going to close right on her. Like, no, I thought that for two reasons. One, um, I, did, I didn't think they would use that much promotional stuff for a scene that was actually going to end that hor like horrifically. Because uh, like, we've already seen two people die, I think, at that point. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm like, oh, there, there's no way. Yeah, but not main kill. characters, though. Yeah. Sure. There's no real stakes until a main character. Sure, gets but killed. it's not just stakes. It's it. It's also very early in the, like season or episode four. It's it's kind of early, but to be like, hey, this is like a big part because like there were a lot of, a lot of promo stuff around that scene, and then to turn it into probably the most fucking horrific part that they could have done mm. doesn't make sense to me. That's why it was used in promo because it's leading up to a mm. very heroic moment. Mm. And See, that's the I other think reason, if I had seen. If I had seen any of the trailers or any of the promos, I would be of the same mindset as that. I don't that. think I watched but more I than one see trailer, any of them, so but I really everybody wouldn't shut up about this song even before... It's a good song. I'm not I'm not saying... I know, didn't know the song thing. was in the trailer. Uh, I don't know if it was in the trailer, but it everybody was, separate was talking ways. about it. it yeah, separate ways. Well, it it's not even separate ways. It was a remix of separate ways. Yeah. Um, but like the song was charting like before the episodes were out. That's weird. Well, I, I, there must have been something for it because it was Maybe. like the day it came out, it was like jumping up to like number one. Crazy. Um, but hmm. yeah, it just it didn't make sense to me that um, yeah they were gonna kill Max that early, and they needed like not a win, but like now now it's like no 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 now you're all in fucking danger, like because yeah. someone got away from Vecna. 
right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Now, now it's not like because because if Max dies, it's just like oh, it's just another person who died to Vecna. And but and that Max was the thing away, is it was like, like for me it was is Max going to die and the next one's going to make it or is Max going to survive and the next one dies because there has to be some. We're going into the final season. There has to be some big stakes on the line. Somebody has to actually be in legitimate danger at some point to where we can't we we can't say with 100% certainty they're going to make it or they're not. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they also don't want to have a Bob situation again, I, right? Where it's like I think they do, to be honest. I think they do. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to I think like, they do, but this time they know they want to have a Bob situation. Last time I don't think they really understood. I I, how yeah. much the audience was gonna love Bob, but going Bob into was that specifically moment. such a sweetheart. Yeah. yeah, I think the Bob situation in this is gonna but, propel season five. I think that's what's gonna happen. I think I think the Bob situation in season two was they thought this was a guy who were gonna make him lovable and dorky, but the audience is gonna the whole time be kind of like tongue in cheek with him. Oh, and we not knew really Bob was serious. gonna. Die. I don't Bob think they live. I don't think that they ever thought that Bob was gonna be as huge a character as he was. I don't think. I think they, they had to know after I think what happened did. with Barb. But yeah, I was gonna say I don't think they, they knew about they Barb. Barb. Barb was the big mm. surprise for them. I don't think they think they thought that, and she went fucking places. Barb after was in that. like tw- had maybe twenty minutes of screen time. Mm-hmm. You know, in season one, and everyone's like, everyone's still, like, fuck, it's been four seasons, six <laughs> years, and we're still talking about Barb. Just did, did you want to talk about uh, running up that hill sequence, or did you want uh, move on? Oh, um, you know, you guys have discussed it so well in that. Yeah. Um, I I didn't think it, she would die in that. I knew, like, this was an escape sequence in that, you know, and as Dave said, it's like you have to kind of show that, like, you know, people could escape from Vecna, you know, yeah. in order, you know, if he's just this, like, you know, omnipotent monster and that you know you know it's like the and the only person who could take him out was l that would be horrible and that it's like it puts his eye on them right yeah 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 this the one that got away you know yeah i think yeah and i think that's also a draw for like you know for the you know nightmare on elm street films too and that because there was that one character nancy in that played by heather langenkamp she was always the one who kind of who escaped him throughout Eh, not always the hand and eye of vecna are actually relics in D D. Mm, yes, so when I, I actually did know that. So his, so when I say his eye, it's a, it's a double entendre. Yeah, um, yeah. and and it would have been weird. It would have been kind of like in the middle of the season to have like a you know an important character like Max die. In the middle, yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Um, any final thoughts before I ask the last question? Give her, give her. So we've had yeah. separate ways by Journey and Kate Bush is running up the hill. What's the next song that's going to be big for Stranger We are Day? Devo. Oh. Pyromania D-V-O. by Alan Parsons Project. <laughs> Hawk, give me a serious answer. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm trying to think. It's, it's got to be the 80s. Well, yeah. Ooh. 80s hit, something huge and anthemic in that. Ordinary World? Oh, actually. Ordinary oof. World would be good, too. No, that was 90s. Was it? Um, no. Yeah. No. Was Duran, it? Duran, 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 Duran. Ordinary World? No, Duran Duran were 80s, bud. Yeah, I know, but that song, Ordinary World, didn't come out until the 90s. Looking it up. Looking it up. I, I'm gonna so, say I'm gonna say 92. Because 92, you're right. Holy shit. Holy shit. Okay, never mind. Because oh. so this is weird. Because I, I used to listen to a fair amount of Duran Duran. Because of Kate Bush, like like you know, listening to it again and again. And for some reason, I've been listening to Holding Out for a Hero a lot. It's, it's really yeah. good for when I'm working out. But I'd never somehow listened to All of Rio by Duran Duran. 
And the chauffeur might be my favorite Duran Duran song now. I never, I don't think I'd ever heard it. Okay, I'm literally looking up the top songs in 1985 to see what we got here. Okay. I mean, um, the, like the the best I'm seeing is "Shout" by Tears for Fears. Oh God, I hope not. That song yeah, is so over. Uh, no, it's we built the city, Jefferson Starship. We built this city. I mean, they haven't had any like. Never gonna give you up. <laughs> oh my God! Cry by Godfrey and Krem. Jesus. Fuck. I don't even know that song. Uh, yeah, I don't. Just oh, oh, just skip it. I wait, 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 wait. What if Mike lives, and it opens up like Back to the Future with Huey Lewis in the news, The Power of Love. I'll stop watching because that's 1985. I'll stop watching. I mean. We got Never Surrender by Corey Hart. Eurythmics must be an angel. Take my breath mm. away. <laughs> oh, you I got mean, crazy. Tom Gunn's back. <laughs> we oh, got shit. Crazy, take, take crazy for you by Madonna. Oh. Yeah, David. Uh, we got Money for Nothing stuff? by Dire Straits. Fuck, man. I love Dire Straits. That would be amazing. Yeah, no, they're actually like, very underrated. Touch Me by Samantha Fox. Maybe something by R.E.M.? Uh, like really, really R- R-E-M. 85? No. Yeah, no. Like I'm looking for REM like driver eight for REM in ninety five and eighty five, sorry. Well it'd be eighty five or eighty six, right? So we could do like beast. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Number, number one Careless billboard whisper? song in Yeah, number one billboard song, Careless Whisper by <laughs> Wham, eighty five. And and number three, wake me up before you go. <laughs> Have they had We're any looking de- at the same list? <laughs> have they had any Depeche Mode in the series yet? Not yet, no. Most to be fair, so. most of Depeche Mode's uh, more popular stuff yeah, <gasps> came out like oh, 89, 90. You know what Depeche they, was like late you know what, early 90s. I like you know what did come out stuff. in 85? Road to Nowhere by Talking Heads. Oh. I, I, Brent, I was actually given a lot of shit because I'm a big Depeche Mode fan. And my, I'm a big Depeche Mode fan. My, co- my coworker was yeah. like, "What are your favorite albums?" And I named like Violator. Mm-hmm. Uh, Violator. Like, yeah, Flying the sure. Angel came out much later, but that, uh, but like, and like I, I can't remember. And I named a couple. And he's like, "Those were all '90s Depeche Mode." And I'm like, "Shut the fuck up!" Like, <laughs> that, this... that was literally was that, that stream that I had on oh, Saturday night favorite. with the, with like the huge crowd. And that that was one of the things people were yelling out. Played Depeche Mode, and we played probably a good solid half hour of oh, Depeche Mode songs. They're one of my favorite. They're one of my absolute like top three. Favorite they bands. are in my top. And enjoy the silence is live. enjoy yeah. the silence is one of my top five favorite songs of all time. For sure, for and, sure. That's and one later as a whole is great. One of the few like '80s '90s bands that like I still like their later stuff. Like I like Delta Machine and I like Sounds of the Universe. And a lot of people probably don't give a shit about their later, but I still like it. Their yeah. sound hasn't changed despite that. No. It's, you know, one of them left. But one? playing the Angel, I fucking love that album. Growing up Catholic with Depeche Mode, that album is just like just the weird blend of what about John the some, Revelator. Fucking amazing. What song. about some Erasure? <laughs> they oh, were in yeah. the 80s. Oh, too, yeah. yeah. I fucking yeah. love and Erasure. Their, their Depeche Mode connection. Yeah, that's you. Oh, yeah. we also, 85, we have Broken Wings by Mr. Mister. Uh, <gasps> Ooh. That's a good choice. What was that band that um, fucking Edgar Wright did a documentary on? Sparks? The Sparks. Mm hmm. I like the final season to be eighty-five and not continuing eighty-four. Right? Yeah, that's true. You know, like you know, as like that documentary though. I feel like Max would be listening to something like that though, like Sparks. Max yeah. seems to be the one being like, "I'm gonna listen to all the weird shit that 
I know. It's weird. Like, you know, the band was, you know, it's, it's almost like they're a band that almost that is pretty much discussed only by other bands. <laughs> it's true. Bands and artists. Hey, what's your favorite Spark song? All right. I think that's a good uh, way to end this uh, this uh, podcast. I, I can't wait till July 1st. We're going to fucking... Mm-hmm. It's going to be fucking awesome. I think also our next... Close to Me by The Cures came out in 1985. Oh. Ooh. That. Yeah, bum, that's... Bum. The head in the door. That'd be that good. 100% that I would be one of the big ones they would pick. Um... When was final? Oh, what about when just was Europe? <laughs> when was final countdown? I feel like that's gonna be the trailer song for season five. I don't know. I feel like Arrested Development has like you know pretty much like ruined <laughs> that song for everybody. It was nineteen eighty six. That's uh, when the season five theme song, Mister yeah. Wendell. <laughs> what if they fuck us over and the last season's like three years later? So it's like nineteen eighty eight, nineteen eighty nine. That'd be amazing. I'm, that's honestly, I'm. Time I wouldn't be surprised if, if they did that. Is eighty seven when Return of the Jedi came out? No, eighty three. Eighty three. Oh, okay. Well, then. Yeah. Um. You know what would be cool is if they seven was romancing the stone. What if they did an it thing where they had two time two times? Oh, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. With Vecna. Oh my god. Cause you gotta figure they're gonna they're gonna copy someone that, and they love Stephen King. Yep. Uh anyway, that's too much postulating about something <laughs> that's never gonna happen. Um so uh we're gonna be back in two weeks, probably talking about Obi Wan. It'll be done by then. It's really going to be done in two weeks. Oh, two more episodes? Yeah, yeah episode four is like on Wednesday. and then Four, and then the- five, and then six. Maybe we'll end on, on a Wednesday. We'll record on the Wednesday. Okay. okay. As somebody who couldn't watch Boba Fett because it was terrible and this hasn't is... watched and hasn't watched Mandalorian. Where's where's Obi-Wan? This is the on, best. I should watch it. This is no, the best. I don't know if it's the best. best it's the best live action. Good. I think it's the best live action out of all of them. The thing, I'm liking the fact that it ties into the story of Star Wars that I know the most. Yeah. So that that's appealing to me. So maybe the I will watch it by then. People seem to not understand is that two things. Obi-Wan is not the guy he was at the end of the Clone Wars, and yep. he's not the guy we we meet at the beginning of A New Hope. That's yes. the fucking point. And he's not the guy that we meet in Rebels either. Yeah. Right? It's been 10 it's we're basically in this 10-year 10-year gap between like the greatest general that's ever existed in the Clone Wars and the wise old wizard who needs to get Luke to be the chosen one yeah. over Anakin. And, this is uh, him and, and on the downslope of his life. Yeah. yeah. You know? And and I'm sure the end of the series is going to be him going, okay, I need to make sure I don't lose this stuff. I yeah. need yeah. to. That's when we see Qui-Gon. Yeah. Is at the end of the series. I feel like this is him like debating whether he needs to, if he can even train uh, Luke, if he's if he's capable of it, or mm-hmm. if he's gonna fail like he did with Anakin, like and, I think that's and what the he's other at. thing is people are like, why did Vader do this? And it's like Vader doesn't want to just kill Obi Wan; he no. wants to fucking torture him. Yeah. Oh man, like it's such a good, it's such a good uh, connection between those two, the prequels and the and the original trilogy. You you and McGregor is fucking awesome. Like I I I think this is one of the few that like I really do. I really want to watch Mandalorian. I was always kind of like, I just wanted to watch because it it's Favreau. Mm-hmm. Um, Boba Fett. I gave it a shot. I didn't like it at all. Did you watch the um, Mandalorian episodes of Boba Fett though? Because they're phenomenal. No, I just watched the first two episodes of Boba Fett, and I was like, I'm just watch the Mandalorian episodes. You, you kind of yeah. have to watch the Mandalorian episodes because the it, new it, Mandalorian show is based on it. Up. Yeah, 
yeah but then like, it, but i haven't really gotten hooked on mandalorian yet like honestly okay. star wars lost me a long time ago i haven't That's even fair. finished the new trilogy yet you don't like need to. i haven't even watched what's the third <laughs> one rise of the skywalker oh all of skywalker oh, death oh, of skywalker, palpatine. skywalker i haven't watched that one yet like somehow palpatine. eric's eric's trying to play the soundboard we'll just oh. talk over it wait, 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 what? Oh, i don't think we need to hear anything i don't know i don't hear no eric i don't hear anything I don't know again it's like poetry oh, so if they there's, there's no reason to listen to george <laughs> lucas he doesn't even, he's not even associated the, with star wars anyway. the, um, I don't know why you would think that this is this is the closest it that has felt like um the, the movies like the yeah. george and, lucas movies i'm not even talking it's not, like the, the, it's not perfect the, no, no it's not perfect the last the last Star Wars property that actually impressed me, that I actually walked out going, that was fucking amazing, Rogue was one. Rogue, Rogue one. one. Yeah. That's the only one that I've watched in the past 10 years yeah. where I was literally like, this is fucking incredible. So, like, you know, everything else has been so lackluster and disappointing. That's so weird because The Mandalorian for me has been like, when I, like at the end of what, 2019? Yeah, after I, I remember I came home after seeing fucking. You know, Rise, Rise of Skywalker. And I was like, what did I just see in that? You know, the only thing that solved the burn of that was watching the finale of The Mandalorian and realizing yeah. this is an original I... Star Wars hero who has rightly entered into the canon. And yeah. then at the end of 2020, and that after all the shit year and that that we'd had with the pandemic and everything and that, the end of season two was oh, my, own, my only hey. highlight. My only highlight of that year. What are you talking about? I talking really do us. feel like I would like The Mandalorian if I sat down and committed to it. But the problem is, is every time I watch it, I'm not in the mood for a story like that at the time. And I can't get past the first two episodes. So it's one of those, like, I have to be have to be in the mindset of, like, I'm into this right now and, and sit down and actually binge it. Have and you, I just haven't been. Have you watched the animated series? Any of them? No. So no. I, I wonder if that's a good, like way to get you into it because they're short and they're also quite good um but the first couple seasons of clone wars clone wars really fucking well, rough. Yeah. you know what's good about that is that star wars has a list of these are the ones you should watch and those are all good episodes and i think there's only 30 of them you know what i would suggest is go watch the getty tartarovsky uh clone wars yeah Although they're not fucking they're awesome. legends. They're, it's, they're it's not on... canon for some even though they were george under george lucas's purview but yeah. Yeah, and they directly lead into the Clone Wars like I, movie. And well, stuff. I think he he took it out of canon because he started doing Clone Wars and he wanted to change a couple things. So, so good. I know you get to, like Mace Windu gets to be a fucking he. You see him crush General Grievous's rib cage, and that's why he coughs later. And it's, the other, it's like it's on Disney you see, Plus. You see the Jedi get to be fucking Jedi in that, yeah. like mm. cutting people in half. And, yeah, um, so they're short too. They're like eight minute episodes. Some of them are even shorter than that. I think the whole thing is like ninety minutes, maybe. I don't even like, think it's that long, just, man. I think like, it's yeah, shorter. It shorter. Um, it's like it's like Samurai Jack, but with lightsabers. Yeah, but we'll 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 talk about Star Wars in two weeks. I think I don't. I, maybe we'll skip the Monday. We'll go to the Wednesday because it'll be the finale of Obi Wan, and we'll just record mm. the episode right after or easy, that easy. night. Yeah, sounds good. All right, let's get the fuck good. out of here. Thanks for coming uh, and talking about Stranger Things, and thank you out there for listening to us. We shall see you guys soon. Goodbye. Bye. Well, that's it for us this week on Geeks with Kids. If you want to get a hold of us, you can send us an email at podcast at geekswithkids.ca. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekswithkids. Follow us on Twitter at geekswithkidscn. Check out our pics on Instagram at geekswithkids. And you can find all of this good stuff on our website at www.geekswithkids.ca. So if you like what you hear, why don't you hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment. 
This podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.